All right, guys, welcome to the Media Hijack Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Walters, and joining me is Chris Unholy Jesus. What is up, universe? What is up? What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Man, this week, it actually went by pretty slow. Nature, I was was literally just thinking the same thing before you said that. I'm like, it feels like it's been longer since we did the last episode, and I don't know why. I like it. Yeah, because I, I, I almost because like maybe we just did like a lot of shit in that time frame between Tuesday. last Tuesday and this Tuesday. Yeah, I was pretty busy. With I some was shit. pretty busy. Man, yeah, kind of. It is actually today was like more of a down day for me. This is like like before I showed up, I just did do shit all day. Just did some research for tonight's episode a little bit. Got, got some little small news and stuff I was going to pick out too, and then took a long ass nap. Cool beans. Oh yeah. All right, guys. So welcome back. Um, if you guys want to watch <clears> us on <throat> Twitch, you guys can. Follow us on twitch.tv slash media hijack. Also, if you guys want to watch the YouTube replay, I got the link down for you guys. And of course, if you guys want to buy some t-shirts, head to the mediahijack.com, grab you a shirt. Hell yeah, please. Support us. Yeah. Wear it on the street and tell everybody on the street to listen to the show. Hell yeah. And there's somebody who listened to the show who said he was gonna buy a shirt last week. I'm waiting for Damn. it. So I ain't forgot. Can't threaten these people. No, well, don't. I'm strong on this one person. Can't they, these people. They said they was going to get a shirt. But they better buy a shirt. I'm just playing. <laughs> I, I, they said they was going to buy a shirt. I haven't got word from you yet that that shirt has been bought. So, so I'm calling you out. You know who you are. I guess I ain't got to say no names. God. Put, putting the pressure on you. Putting, Should put, I buy another one? Putting the pressure on them. <laughs> All right, guys. So today's main topic, we're going to be talking about Alistair Crowley. Hell yeah. And uh, Chris, he got a topic also that he's going to do. Yeah, it kind of follows up after uh, after Alison Crowley. I'm going to be talking about the uh, satanic panic. Damn. When suburban America, a.k.a. white America of like the 80s and then the early 90s, yeah. lost their fucking mind because there were rumors that everybody was thinking that child daycare centers were actually satanic cults and they were killing babies and stuff. That's That was the... Man. It was this fear that spread and people lost their damn minds over it. It was... See, if that if that well, was a thing back then and the people didn't have internet and that was a thing back then, mm. that might have been real. This yeah. Because that's like all word on the street type shit. Yeah. Right? Well, it, it all... It, it kind of started from this one book, though. I'm going to get into that. Like, how it all... How... This book became so popular, it got into people's brains and that's when... And you want to find out, too, some of these people were lying about these cases and, like, getting kids to admit... Or change their stories like, yeah, they took me down to this basement. Da, 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 da. And so, they but, raped me. And, and yes, yes. It, it goes through all this shit. But it was a satanic panic. It happened after the crazy 70s, Kids. after the 80s and 90s. Some motherfuckers were lying. Some may have been telling the truth. We don't know. That's but, scary, man. That's yeah. why I'd say just don't have kids. <laughs> One less thing to just, worry about. Just stop it all together. Don't have any kids. One less thing to worry about. Don't have children. Oh, yeah. Ready? Let's go. All right, so Alistair Crowley. Like, who the hell is this guy? All right, so uh, he is known as uh, the Great Beast Triple Six. Oh, damn. Sound like a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like uh, some believe he was uh, the Antichrist because uh, they said, oh, oh, they spoke about him in the Book of Revelations. They're like, yeah, yeah, this guy is just a, just a dude that was curious about the magic world. Mm-hmm. You know? He's just trying to get his wizard on. <laughs> you know, and other people, they believe like this guy was a genius, a visionary. Um, because a lot of the shit that he talked about, I think is all being like, you're seeing it influence like within our society right now. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how, how it is. Like even with like, with music, like 
like with rap music and shit, how mm. some of those guys they wear dresses and you know they do a lot of, like weird you know shit. weird, got sh- stuff with same sex and stuff. You know, like weird shit. We're rocking purses and shit. Uh, it's wild. But this guy, he he wasn't just only like the crazy occult guy. This guy, he was like a painter, mm. a poet. He was a, a mountaineer. This guy was famous for climbing mountains. Damn, so he's a man's man. Okay. Yeah, like, like he was he was like in a, a magazine where they talked about him because he was climbing so cool. <laughs> I almost he, believed you. He got an award like <laughs> uh, he he got an award like at a, a solo climb like at the Alps. For real, it was real. I thought you were joking. It was in the newspaper or whatever was back a, then. I was like ESPN. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, he was cool. Okay, shit. Okay. <laughs> him on the top of the mountain with a little flag. I did it, but then, like, people had no idea this guy was, like, so damn supposedly evil. You stick the flag on top of the mountain? Hell, yeah. Satan! <laughs> so, whoa. No, he was beyond that, dude. Damn, this guy, I think he really did, I think he really did do something. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> One fucking man, he did something, dude. I can't wait. All right, so, okay, so he was born in England, October 1865, way before all this shit. What's up, shoddy rich gaming? Let's go. Uh, he was he was born into a wealthy family, so they had bread. You know, he could do whatever the fuck he want because his rich as fucking mm-hmm. shit. And he was born in like a Christian family, so mm-hmm. they sent him to a Christian school, right? He didn't. He said, oh, I, I don't really like this shit." And uh, he had like a close relationship with his father. And then his father passed away when he was eleven from like tongue cancer. And then you know he got all sad and shit. And then when he went to school. He was diagnosed with, like, a kidney problem, mm. you know? And then his mom was like, oh, we got to pull you out of school. So Alistair, his uncle, right, his, he called the mom. He's like, hey, uh, do you want me to watch Alistair, you know, while, you know, he gets better and stuff? The mom was like, sure, go ahead. So, like, before he went to the uncle's house, like, you know, he came from a strict uh, Christian family. Mm. So everything, like, he didn't really know about. Everything was, like, strict. Mm. So when he went to his uncle's place, dude, his uncle didn't give a fuck. He said, do, like, do whatever the fuck you want. He was drinking. He was, uh, his uncle even paid for sex workers Damn. for him to have sex with them. So he lost, like, his virginity at 14. Man, I don't know the name. Alistair sounds like such a... That's actually not his real name. Oh, he changed it? Oh, he changed it, like, later, later, because oh. he wanted to be remembered. Mm. And then he was like, what's a name somebody's going to remember? Sounds mystic. Alistair. <laughs> it sounds all mystic. If you think about it, do you know anybody in real life named Alistair? The hell no. That's not a common name. No, that's like some... It's always been from TV, if I've heard the name. Yeah, only a TV character. And I think all of the people who have like named their characters on TV is based off of this dude. And it all seems <laughs> like, like... Every like cartoons I've seen and shit like that, where his name's Alistair, probably started from this dude. He probably, he probably invented the name. Yeah, so his uncle, he... He let him do whatever, so he got the, the taste of, uh, like, freedom. Damn. And he was, like, banging sex, sex workers at 14, doing mm-hmm. all this shit, right? His uncle is cool, so man. So then, uh, like, when his uncle was done with him, sent them back to his mom. And then, you know, when he got there, he was, like, rebellious now. <laughs> oh, I was like, he's a straight asshole, I bet. <laughs> he's a straight, like, you know, like, because, you know, like, after, I guess, somebody have sex, right? They, they started walking different and you know, shit. They're they like, walk- hey, man, something. They you know, t- they- did you get laid, man? Start, Why are you walking different? They start bossing up and shit. They start bossing up. They think they better than everybody. Yeah, yeah. They start like bucking at their parents and shit. The system. Yeah, but um, so he came back and then uh, he was all rebellious and his mom his mom called him a beast and shit. It's like, oh, you fucking beast. And he was like, okay. 
okay, all right, mom. <laughs> so, uh, so he did actually went back to school. Then the the reverends at his Christian school were like, hey, we can't control this kid. It's it's out of control, you know, because he he said he don't he don't trust no other religion no more. He's like he's like, man, you guys can't tell me nothing, you know, about religion. Mm-hmm. So he said, screw it, you know. So um, another way, like he wanted to rebel against his mother, um, he ended up having sex with the maid. Oh shit! On the mom's bed. Man, this dude is wild. Young, young kid. This dude, wild man. I didn't think, wild. I didn't, I didn't he's think he's gonna be like this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, holy shit! Like at that part, it caught my attention. I was like, he had sex with a maid on the mom's bed. Dirty motherfucker. I was like, damn! It only take one visit to your uncle's house. Does it turn you out like this? Right. I was like, what else did you do at your uncle's house? I don't know how the uncle is. Is he fucking worse? Is he a worse person? I don't think so. Or, or maybe a hero to some. I don't know. Maybe he's just a, a bad, a really bad influence. For sure. I mean, yeah, it's probably bored. That's why he's, he likes seeing kids do weird shit. <laughs> I want to fuck some kid's life up. So, oh, that's crazy. I'm so bored. I want to fuck this kid's life up. Let's do All it. All right. So after like he had sex with the, the maid, right? The maid, she couldn't get no job nowhere because her reputation was ruined. Damn. So the maid, she ended up becoming a sex worker. Cause she was like, I can't get money anywhere else, so I just I just start start giving out my body and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, later, it is rumored that uh, Jack the Ripper, his his first victim was the maid. No shit. It's just rumor, but I I think it might be true. I'm running with it. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds cool. Say, say less. I'm yeah. running with this one. And then later in life, Alistair he claimed that he knew Jack the Ripper. Mm. Like oh, it's like oh that guy like yeah man we used to chill back at the. <laughs> At that one place while we were running train. At the pub. Choo-choo. <laughs> ah, he's so wild, man. And Alistair, he, w- he did, like, whatever the fuck he want. Like, because he had so much wealth, so much money, mm-hmm. that it protected him. So he was, it didn't matter. Like, he would fuck with people in public. He would, you know, be aggressive, be mean. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody did nothing because he had, he had all that money. He was born into all that money. Untouchable, man. Adam Sewell, what's good? What's says up? opinions on Bitcoin. Oh, we can't talk about that. Oh, <laughs> I got to run this story. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, okay. So later um, he went to college, mm. surprisingly, right? He went to college. He took uh, chemistry courses and he started playing chess. And then this is when he got into mountain climbing. Uh, then I told you, like, he got that he got that award for a solo climb with the Alps and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, when he wasn't doing mountain climbing, you know what he was doing instead? Mm. Having sex. Because he had, like, an addiction to, like, sex and stuff. So, and he had all that money. So he was just, he kept on buying sex workers. And then eventually he caught, like, uh, syphilis. Because oh. he, was, he was doing it, like, raw dog. And, raw. I mean, I don't think there was a condom back in 1900s was it? I don't think they did. It was like a La- lambskin, like uh, sheep intestines. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, sheep. Some shit, sheep and lamb. I think they're the fucking same, but some That's... some intestines and some shit. Damn. I'm gonna put that on. My, I want man. Just I will just put wax on it, <laughs> like hot wax. <laughs> so we're not gonna feel nothing. Oof. <laughs> just put on wax. Please. But you won't have babies. <laughs> All right, mm. so uh, after all that, after mountain climbing, after he caught syphilis, uh, 1896, he was in Stockholm. Mm. And this is when he first had his first gay encounter with a man. Damn. Because, you know, he's having sex so much, like, I guess he's getting bored. Bored, yeah. Female, so and then uh, he started eyeballing this dude, like, uh, in Stockholm and shit. And uh, at this time in 1896, mm. it was illegal to do gay stuff. 
So they had they had to really sneak around. Yeah. It's probably like the th- the thrill of it because yeah. you, you gotta hide. It's like oh this shit. It was like a closet within a closet. <laughs> you know, deep, deep. Yeah, closet. that closet was deep, dude. Damn. So uh, the dude he had a relationship with. His name is Herbert Charles. Herbert. And he was uh, the president of a uh, Cambridge uh, Drama Club. Okay. But then uh, rumor is that uh, he is uh, like a a drag queen and he does like uh, all this side shit. Oh, like his night gig. Yeah, like his night gig and stuff. And then um, they got into like an argument. At, but, you know, Alistair, he actually like, he fell deeply in love with this dude. Oh, shit. Like head over heels, like balls deep. <laughs> okay. And here's the, the weird shit about Alistair, right? Like when he was having sex with the man, like he wasn't doing the man. He was playing the passive position. Oh, so he used to get his, cle- uh, his uh, cheeks clapping. So yeah, was, his okay. cheeks were getting clapped. Okay. But then uh, they're saying the like man. later, like he prefer like women over men. Because, like, when he would do it with a guy, right, he, he would feel, like, less masculine. So he, he would want to feel like a man again. Then he would ram, like, a sex worker, female. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why he... Got syphilis and shit. What would you say yet? Yeah, syphilis. Ooh. It's going to catch something else, too, but this Damn, guy... Damn, does Mo? <laughs> you know, back then, man. He's got you more than just a double shit. <laughs> if you believe it, it'll kill you. <laughs> Damn it. Yep. So then uh, he broke up, and then he started crying and shit. <laughs> <laughs> True story All right, so um, Okay, so uh, he, he got really sick, right? Later And uh, then this is when he started getting fascinated with uh, mortality mm. And then that's when uh, he, he devoted his life to the occult Right? So He He started studying uh, the book of black magic Okay And then He also, he wrote a lot of poems And he published a lot of poems Like to make money and stuff Yeah and a lot of his poems were like erotic poems, mm. and that shit was banned in so many countries because it was too raunchy. Okay. I wonder what, I wonder what it was though, like the poems he was writing, how nasty it was. Because you know, like nowadays they got Japanese man- manga yeah, or hentai, the tentacles and shit. Or, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I, yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I I don't know nothing about that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's oh, his shit probably is raunchy as fuck. His shit probably might be. Way more next level than what we have now, huh? It's like I'm gonna slap you in the face with my penis and then pour baby blood on top of oh, your head. Whoa! And it's like, oh wait, let me just cut this out. Whoa! Wait, wait, wait! Come on, Alistair, you're fucking up. You're too raunchy. That's why. That's why nobody wants to be with you. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can we cut that out? <laughs> Beep. All right. Uh, where was I? Okay, he was banned. And then, yep, yep. Okay, so um. So pretty much like all he did after like college, he didn't graduate college, by the way, but pretty much all he did, he just had sex with a whole bunch of sex workers. Damn. Mm-hmm. Until later, he traveled to uh, Switzerland. He met a man named Julian Baker. Mm. Um, he was a chemist and his interest was in alchemy. Right. Mm. So both of them, they traveled back to England and uh, Julian, he introduced him to his brother-in-law. And both of these guys, they were members of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Mm. It's a secret organization um, of inspiring wizards that study met- metaphysics, paranormal, and the occult. So they showed Alistair all this shit. So Alistair's like, fuck it, I'm down. I'm going to join this cult with you guys. Okay. Right? And um, the order, uh, the Golden Dawn, made, uh, they made a claim that they translated ancient texts. And they gave the people, the members, like the ability to perform magic mm-hmm. and communicate with angels. So he was like, okay, this it might be like a real thing, you know? Like these guys, they claim to translate ancient texts and able to use that to perform magic. Because if it was bullshit, they, they could have did it and then nothing happened, right? 
So I'm pretty sure they they made something happen with magic, and that's why they created like an underground group. Because mm. okay. why? Because let's say me and you figure something mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and then it work. We'll keep we'll keep doing it, right? Well, yeah, we ain't telling nobody. Yeah, but if it didn't work, we're not gonna pretend like we're in a fake ass group yeah. with some fake magic faking it. <clears throat> yeah, well, nobody's gonna follow that shit. Hell no. All right, so uh, at the very first meeting, Alistair he was wearing like a fake mustache, <laughs> and he had a fake Russian accent, and he uh, he introduced himself as a Count Vladimir Sources. Uh, the only reason why he did this was to protect, like, his name so his family don't know that he's in a, it's yeah. in a cult and shit. Mm-hmm. And he became, like, official member in 1898, and then he he, t- he took the name of Freder Perbardo, which mm-hmm. meant to endure to the end. This is, like, the name that he gave. Okay. And um, so in the Golden Dawn, right, every day they would tell all the members, hey, you guys got to practice, uh, like, magic every day and shit. But before they did that, uh, they would do yoga every day, meditation. They would have, like, philosophical, like, discussions, and then they would talk about their dreams and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, every member, it doesn't matter your rank, they all start performing, like, magic every day, like, to get practice so they can get their, their guardian angel and shit. Okay. Because that was their goal is to, to uh, summon an angel. Oh, really? That will watch over them. Just to watch over them, that's it? Uh, yeah, to, to protect them. Like, they're doing, like, white magic, not black magic. Okay, something about some evil shit. But then Alistair, Alistair, right? (laughs) (laughs) It didn't enter Alistair. This motherfucker. (laughs) Alistair's in the chat. So, uh, (laughs) Alistair, he was committed to summoning demons, uh, which made, like, a lot of the members, like, in the group, like, concerned about it. They're like, man, why, Alistair, what is he doing? Why is he trying to summon demons and shit? Mm. And he was interested. They all knew he was interested, like, in black magic. So they feared that. His rank will get like super high, and then he'll become like a dangerous member for that group and for society and shit. Okay. Because they they were saying this guy might be out of control later. Because mm. come on, like, You're doing the like most. straight up, like, hey, where where the demon books at? Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> you can, where you guys keeping those gotta, demon books? Gotta keep an eye on him. He rises up the ranks too fast and shit. Yeah. So this is like when the evilness is starting to come in the picture, and like, okay, this is where. He transitioned from kind of a normal guy mm. to uh, like somebody that's into like black magic and shit. I'm noticing this trend with Alistair. Uh, it's like when he does something too much, he gets bored and moves on to like crazier shit. Man, I started <laughs> the sex and then this yeah. shit. It's like it's like damn, I like it's like this white match is cool, but it can get a lot crazier. It just <clears> seems <throat> like he's just like what once he accomplishes something, he gets bored. It's like fuck. <laughs> like what it seems like once he like masters something. He gets bored and moves on and he finds something like Man, you nailed some, it. Some crazier shit. Yeah. He's not, it was weird. Just, it's kinda like I'm kinda the same way, but completely different God. style. <laughs> like I would, you know, I'll do a hobby and then I will learn it. And then I would get bored and then I'll 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 drop the hobby, I'll do something else. Yeah, find something else to learn. Yeah. yeah. When like I that. was like when I was like researching him, I looked through all that, I was like, damn, like he he liked something, then he stopped. And I was like, damn, this is he a? I was. I looked up his birthday. I was like, is he, is he the same life path as me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I looked it up. He's the same fucking seven. I was like, oh, that's scary. Oh, <laughs> that's scary because they're saying they have maybe, like maybe they have like an evil side too. Maybe it's like the challenge of it, man. It's like once you, like once you know it all, it's like it's like playing a game. It's like playing a video game on easy. It's like there's no fun, man. It's like there's no real challenge to it. Right, thing, right. You know? It's fun. <clears throat> <laughs> So, okay, so later he got, like, a luxury apartment, right? Mm. And then he asked one of the, the members in the group 
He's like, hey, man, you want to come uh, live at my apartment with me? Um, you can do it like rent free as long as you teach me more about the magic shit. Mm-hmm. And then so he got this dude named Alan Bennett to be his roommate. And this guy was like, I guess, like a high rank and shit. Mm. So he taught him about like uh, ceremonial magic and the use of drugs during rituals. Like he taught him all that shit. So this is where like Alistair is starting to uh, get his experience up, like Mm. doing rituals. Get that XP. You know, because I mean, he he had a lot of money, so he can afford a luxury apartment. Yeah. I didn't let that guy live rent free as long Mm. as his. Yo, you hooked me up. Hook him up with some fucking magic spells. The dude's like, I got you, man. And then uh, the first thing to do was like, he's like, you know, uh, you can you can summon the devil by uh, saying the Lord's prayer backwards. Oh shit! Alistair's like, okay, bet. <laughs> Say no more. Let's try it. What he did it? I don't know. I don't know what happened. Oh with that. shit! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, is there any truth to it? I, 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 I kind of heard it before. Like they they did something like this before, where mm. you can say like a prayer backwards, and then you get loose for Morning Star in your, your living room. Yo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want that. Man, after like I was researching all this, I was like, I don't think like Lucifer was like a top dog like that after that. Mm-hmm. After like I saw, I saw more shit with Egyptian gods. Mm-hmm. I was like, where did Lucifer come in? Man, this new religion took Might over. Might just be a made up thing now. Just like a new religion took over. That's how they do with the, <clears throat> like the TV show American Gods. It was like all these religions existed before and it was all dominant at one time. But then... People's beliefs are changing, and then new 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 era happens, and then it's like Christianity's like the new religion, like the top dog or whatever. Yeah. So eventually, Christianity will go the same way as like other religions, and there'd be some new shit like I don't know, worshiping. I don't know if that fucking battery on the floor or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this is was always gonna be some new shit. Cause it's like yeah, some people to look. See, into. the only way you can start a new religion, you know what you have to do? Followers. No, uh-huh. you got to kill the old religion first. You got to oh, kill all that shit. shit, and I think that's what Hitler was doing. Oh, because like, yo, Nazis been that occult shit too, man. Heavy. Yeah, I think it all ties into whatever Alistair started, because mm. Alistair was before all that. Before, yeah, before World War Two and all that shit. Ooh. Here's my theory: he did, he did start all this shit, dude. He, mm. And he left the door was wide open. Detective Billy Waters yeah, here. I, I see like, you. Got my Bible out. Yeah, because no, the Nazis are on some real shit, man. There was like, like a lot of people don't notice. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying a lot of people don't notice, but. What, uh, what the Nazis was doing, I mean, other than campaigning to wipe out Jews and shit, they was, like, sending soldiers out to, like, Egypt and shit. They was, like, trying to hunt down, like, ancient items like the Spear of Destiny, the Spear that's killed Jesus on the, on the crucifixion cross. They was looking for all that shit. Yeah, because it has, like, they, fucking they, magic Yes, blood. they was trying to find some real shit. Yeah, Egypt is the spot, man, I'm telling you. Um, okay, so 1899. This guy, he's, he stays busy every year. God damn. 1899, he bought a mansion in Scotland mm. uh, near the shores of Loch Ness. So he was living next to my boy Nessie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, man. You're living next to the Loch Ness Monster. Your pet. <laughs> and then the reason why he, he was attracted to this house, right? When he was, when he was uh, before he bought it, they said he wanted to learn more about like, the history of the house. And then they were like, hey, uh, did you know before the house was built, there was a church built on this land, and it caught on fire, and everybody in the church died. Alistair's like, yeah, let me, let me get that mansion. <laughs> yeah, you know? I want it. Because <laughs> he wanted something where he knew, like, there's a lot of spirits and yeah. something bad happened. So like he, suffering and So shit. he can start doing some cool-ass uh, rituals and shit. So he ended up buying that house. And uh, the way the house was laid, laid out, he said it was, like, perfect layout for him to perform uh, rituals and shit to invoke the, the kings of hell. Okay. Which would allow him to summon his guardian angel. Because this was his goal. It's just to 
do these rituals so he can get his damn guardian angels because that's mm-hmm. what he was obsessed with doing. Yeah, yeah. So he would, he would do these rituals every day, no results. He was like, man, what am I doing wrong? You know? So he eventually he, he got frustrated and he gave up. And this is like the thing, like people are saying he gave up mm. after doing a whole bunch of uh, rituals. So a lot of people, like even in the occult, were saying he he started something and he didn't finish it, mm. and he left like the doors wide open. If anybody else just uh, pick that shit up and go with it or continue it, almost like he left the doors of the gates of hell open. Oh, oh, that type of oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So then uh, I guess, I don't know. This was just what they're saying because a lot of evil shit did happen. Ever since, like, Alistair was doing shit like this. Yeah. Because, like, later, you know, you would get, like, World War One would happen, right? Mm-hmm. And then later, later, I guess the doors are still open. So much more evil shit happened, like, mm. came out of the door. And then other people got affected, like Hitler. Mm. And then they saw, like, the true vision of whatever the God wanted them to do. Mm. <clears throat> I wonder if she's got any connection. Uh, I can't think of where this place is at. So today, yeah. It might be in Europe. It's like a... Uh, there's a church out there that's like like sits on top of this hill, um, like something like like some people just stumbled across it like years ago. It's like this massive ass church, and the way it's designed because it has like walls built around it of this church. The way it's designed, oh, it's like a castle, but the way it's designed and everything like that, and how it's structured is to trap whatever's inside that castle oh. from getting out. So it's made like of glass. Uh, it's not really glass. It's just like it's just like it looks like a regular castle, but. Just like the way the walls are turned in, like oh, I, like, I think the, I kind of it's, it's, it's kind of like the way like whatever's inside of that, because like they used to do like a cult shit there too in the basement, like back during World War Two, Nazis took over that spot too, and it was rumored that it was doing like a cult shit in the basement and all that. But that the, like the castle was literally designed to like maybe it's like the same like it's like the rumor has like there's like a, the gate of hell is in the basement, and the Nazis was trying to open it up, but that's why the castle was like the castle was basically built on top of that to shit keep whatever's to keep in whatever's it. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some wild shit, but. Man, see, they were doing, like, a lot of weird, wild shit back then. Man, I'm like, either they crazy or they know something we don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think I think they were doing, they were actually doing, like, real magic and shit. Man, they was really trying to get some shit going. Spelled with, like, a K. Yeah, with the K. Yeah, not, not, not with the C. Not with the C. C. <laughs> a, little, a little K. The K, that's one. the legit yeah. one. <laughs> that's the real magic. That's the magic that, I don't know, make you do some hood shit. All right, so... He gave up, and he said, fuck it, I'm going to go do something else. So <laughs> he started traveling again. And then, uh, you know, later, like in life, he ended up meeting that dude, Alan Bennett, the, the, the guy that was his roommate. Yeah, yeah. And then um, his roommate, his roommate uh, he actually got into something else. He, he got into a, a, a Buddhism, and he became a Buddhist monk. So he completely, he, he stopped doing the occult black magic shit, mm-hmm. and then he went to the peaceful route. And, um, and then he's, he said, hey, let me teach you how to do some shit. So he taught Alistair yoga. And Alistair was like, Al- Alistair claims that he saw, like, when he was learning yoga, he saw that dude fucking floating. Oh, shit. Like, during meditation. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he just started levitating from the ground while he was meditating. And then he was just moving like a, like a feather in the wind. Mm. And then when he saw that, he got, like, inspired. He's like, wow, this shit's crazy. But it didn't, like, inspire him, like, to do it. It just inspired him to travel to, like, India, mm. and then he got back into, like, mountain climbing. Because mm. that was, like, his, like, I guess his passion. Just climbing mountains Like, and he shit. really do like climbing mountains. Damn. He, he gets a high off of that shit. That's the challenge. <laughs> hmm So after, like, uh, he got bored of mountain climbing, mm. 1903, he got married to a lady, a lady named Rose. He finally settled down. Yeah. 
he settled down with a lady named Rose, but it's like their marriage was kind of like a sham because it's some like weird shit that happened. Mm. I just, I didn't write it down. I forgot, mm. but it's kind of like a sham, but he ended up like falling deeply in love with her and shit after they went on like a honeymoon. Mm. But Rose was uh, a sister of one of Alistair painter friends because Alistair, he's a painter too. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. And then he, his painter friend sister was the girl that he ended up getting married to. Oh, okay. Okay, so later, like, they went on their honeymoon, right? They went to the, they rented an apartment in Cairo, Egypt. Mm-hmm. And um, they said, hey, we're like the prince and princess. Uh, so I guess they got the VIP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> the suite. So then uh, Alistair, he started, in Egypt, he started studying uh, the Egyptian deities, mm-hmm. uh, Islamic mysticism, I can't say it, and Arabic. So he started studying all that Egypt shit. Okay. Uh, then he made a room, like, in the apartment, like a, a temple room, where he would he started doing, like, a, a rituals with his wife. Oh. So his wife, this is where she came in the picture. So when he was doing, like, rituals, right, she would be become, like, delirious. Like, you know, she would start, like, speaking, like, cryptic messages and shit, like, from the gods. And uh, one of the things she says was, uh, they're waiting for you. And then another thing they said was, uh, the equinox of the gods have come. And then uh, Alistair was like, man, are you lying? <laughs> You're just saying some shit. Some bullshit. You know? <laughs> Uh, but then, like, uh, later, like, in 1904, during, like, one of these spells, right, she said she saw an Egyptian god named Horus. Mm, the bird, dude. Yeah. This is scary Mm-mm. because I saw it, too. Mm-mm. And um, this is why this story kind of hit me a little bit because mm. I was like, why did I see it? Oh. But um, she saw the Egyptian god Horus. Alistair was like, you're a liar. You're a fucking liar. Show me what he looked like. This mm. is, like, back back then. So she's like, okay, let's go to one of the museums in Egypt. So they went to the museum, and she was like, uh, there it is. That's what I saw. And then he was like, his jaw dropped. He was like, what? He was like, you sure you saw him? Mm. You know, God of Horrors? Like, yeah, that's the guy I saw. And then he was like, holy shit. Okay, let's go back and let's do this again. Mm. You know, let's try to get him to come back and give us, like, like a message, whatever. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing. Another crazy thing, right? Uh, uh, the, the monument of Horrors in Egypt in the museum mm. Uh, the number for it was triple six, mm. like the number for the monument. Yeah, which was like, I don't, is that? I mean, come on, what are the odds? Hey, Alistair's like, hey, this is my, this is my town. <laughs> this is my town <laughs> to shine. <laughs> so they went back to the crib, right? They went back to the crib, but then they started doing more rituals. But then they end up, he ended up hearing like a voice, and it wasn't like the voice of like Horus to God. It was his messenger. Okay. So Horace, he sent his messenger to go talk to uh, Alistair. <clears throat> Where was I? The messenger. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, he, he ended up talking to the messenger instead. His name's like Iwas. I mm-hmm. And for three days, uh, the voice was telling him to write everything down. Yeah. And um, he, he wrote down so much shit from what the, the gods was telling him, the messenger guy. He end up, uh, it ended up resulting in a book called uh, The Book of the Law, mm. which is a book that's actually available on Amazon. Like somebody got all the pages and then put it in a book and then now it's on Amazon. You can, you can buy that shit. This book is crazy. It's like, a, it's like the philosophy of this new religion. It's called the, the Lima. This is like the, the religion of the, the, tr- the true God that he saw that, mm. that gave him like all, all the... All, all the uh, the shit to write down for the book. Yeah, yeah. 
for three days, he, he wrote down all this shit, and it's a whole bunch of principles on how you're supposed to live your life. Mm. And if you, like, some of the shit they're, they're saying, it made sense, dude. It made sense how you're supposed to live your life. It's, so it wasn't, like, just, like, straight-up evil book that he used? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it was all full evil. Mm. It was more like a, like a, a philosophy of normal life without being tied down to, like, a, a religion. Mm. It's not even telling you, like, that's the thing. It's saying, like, live... Exactly how you want to live. Mm. It sounds kind of dope. I, I see what you're saying. Now. So it's like it's not a really, yeah. okay, okay. Because you got to think about like back then too. Like it's a little bit like 2021 and back then, whenever that was, was like early 1900s. I would imagine like a shit ton of people are tied their lives in religion way more back then than what it is now. Yeah, and it's probably teaching people like, hey, like you don't have to be tied down to nothing. Like you could still be you without having to believe in nothing. Yeah, some shit. You know, just, so that holds a lot of people back from pursuing like their real path or whatever yeah i can kind of see that so okay so that's the book that's what that's the foundation of alistair religion and mm. philosophy um okay so some of the principles say uh okay one of them is a uh, follow your true path to find your true will there's another principle that says love is the law love under will love is secondary to finding your true path mm. that's i think that's it's one of the realest shit. ones some deep shit. Because I mean, let's say you don't ever find love, right? A lot of people they'd never find it, mm-hmm. so they they never actually find the true path because yeah. they're still they're still trying to get that first thing down. Yeah. So I think that's like it could be like a love for anything, like a love for like whatever you're doing, like yeah. your passion and shit. Yeah, I was thinking too just now because because I was that's well, what I was thinking of just now too. I was like, well, it can't just be like love isn't like living a person, it's like living like a craft or right. something or yeah. you know some shit like that. That's how that's how you see planes flying. If Somebody you, had to love it. Yeah, they were so obsessed and in love with the passion that they were, they were able to make planes fly. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, here's the thing, like, I'm thinking, because every time I have a trip, I always, like, the main message is love all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, love is something, like, right now, science, you can't measure that shit. But I think it really is an actual thing that you can add to, uh, like, an element chart or whatever. I think yeah. it's one of the things that maybe later, later, I don't know how many years later, but science, one day, they're going to recognize, like, love as something, like, as a real thing. Yeah, because how is it, like, because uh, that's, like, even, like, I think the movie Interstellar touched on that, too. Like, with love is, like, that thing. It's, like, that's the one thing that can never be explained is, like, why the fuck does this even exist or yeah. something like that. That's some kind of equation or something she was right. saying in the movie. It's like, uh, let me give you an example. Like, when your, your mom is cooking you food, right, mm. as a kid, this shit tastes delicious, right? Mm. So then, like... Older, as you get older, like, all the kids move out the house. And then I ate my mom cooking one day. I, you know, came randomly one day. Mm-hmm. And then I just ate the food. I'm like, this tastes like shit. I didn't say it like that. But it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. Like, my mom don't, don't cook good no more. And I'm thinking, like, maybe she just don't love that yeah, shit no more. Yeah, she just doesn't love making it. Yeah. She's just doing it to survive now. Yeah. Because, like, here's, be here's another thing. Like, I saw this guy. He took, like, a, a trip, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, he said he asked the God. He says, like, can you put love in cookies? Then he was like, I found out you could put love in cookies. Yeah. yeah. See, I, that's why I'm thinking, like, this is a thing. Like, it's real. For real. So that means we it's have to. It's legit shit, man. You got to put some love into it if you want to, like. You know what's the difference? It's kind of like. It's like even being, like, in a relationship. And the second, like, people stop loving each other, you can feel the difference. And then, like, girl, if you're in there, like, you know, I don't love her no more. Like, that effort. You just, the energy's not there anymore, man. The, the effort that you put into it. The spark is gone. Yeah, the spark is dead. That's some deep shit, man. I like that. Love. So just find your uh, your uh, 
find love first, and then everything will just fall in line. <laughs> It'll be like clockwork. Like, oh, shit, I'm rich. I'm just hey. playing. <laughs> All right. And then here's another one saying, uh, he said, people are like stars. Like, we have a set time and space, but there are also people who are independent who avoid conflict with the stars. I'll get it. I'm thinking, like, he's saying, like, some people are like NPCs. Like, they're just there. <laughs> like, they exist in, in a set time. And then there's other people that's real people. Like, mm-hmm. the independent people that's actually doing real shit. Like, they're the one changing their own path or whatever. Yeah. And then there's people that live on, like, a set path. There's people that live on a, hey, I'm going to start doing a whole bunch of shit, see what the hell is going on. Yeah, some people on that uh, that quest mode. <laughs> yeah, they're on quest mode, and others are NPCs. NPCs that's chilling. how I saw it. Hmm. So, like, uh, the base of all these principles, like, what I was saying, is just basically telling you just to do what you want in life. Like, don't let anybody dictate, like, who you should be. Or who to follow. Mm-hmm. Like, do whatever you think is right. Free will. If you want to follow religion, go ahead. But when they're controlling you, and then you question, hey, why? Hey, that's when you got to start waking up and, you know, some choices. trying to figure something out, man. Because some of the religion is crazy. Like, the Middle Eastern's one where they they cover, like, the females. Like, all you can see is, like, their eyeballs mm-hmm. and, and ankles. their ankles. Yeah. That's, to me, that's weird. It's their culture, though, man. It's, it's they, crazy it's culture. Like, Those guys are crazy. Take it down. Didn't we talk about, like, Key and Peele? Was that you and me talking about? No. With the, the, no, that wasn't you and me. Maybe. I saw them all with a friend last week. We were talking about Key and Peele. Like, it's like these two Arab dudes. They're, like, in the gym. And he said, like, these American women walk around the gym. They're like, oh, look at, look at the ankle cleavage on her. Like, <laughs> they be tripping so hard when they be seeing, like, women, like, wearing, like, just shorts and shit. The ankle porn? There's ankle porn. It's like, yeah. So, oh, look at, the, <laughs> look at the ankle cleavage on that one. And she's just, like, some regular chick walking past. <laughs> that's wild. But, yeah, I mean, that's a part of our culture. I try to respect everybody's culture. I just don't like, I just remember as I got older and I became my own adult and all that. Well, especially when I was a teenager. That's why I was kind of like. I don't like really being tied down by anything, like by any kind of law that a man created. So I'm like, you know, I'm just kind of just still live my life and be a good person. You know? I mean, you know, I do feel like sometimes where and, I, and I've known people like this, too, would have grown up in like this, either a religious household or really stuck down a religion. And like so many opportunities may have passed them by because they wanted to follow this law that they've always been taught to live instead of being like being a person, you know, I mean, not saying you're not people. Yeah. Like, you believe in religion, but. Also, they're wasting like a lot of their own time because the yeah. people, like the church people, the one that go knocking on people's doors, oh, like Jehovah's like Witness, harassing people. So Jehovah's Witness, Hell yeah. yeah, like what the what, what are you guys doing? Go back home. They don't go. To, they don't come to my door anymore. I, I like, told them off like two years ago. I have to put the little no solicitating sign, and then they stop coming. Damn, they actually for real. It worked, man. My parents did that back when I was a kid. They you you would think they couldn't read, <laughs> and it's just like right there at eye level. Yeah, like, yeah, they bull- never came after that. They be bullshitting. All right, so in this book that he wrote, um, he said he defined magic, like the real magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, as the science and art of causing change to occur in conformity with the will. Hmm. That makes sense? No. Uh, It's saying you can change, like, something happening because you you want it to happen. Oh, you you willed it into existence. Because... You want it to happen. Gotcha. Like, hey, I want to really knock this bottle down. Willpower, just knock that shit off. Boom. Mm-hmm. And you, can, you can, yeah. That kind of makes sense. you think about it hard enough, like that dude was fucking floating and shit. How badly do you really want to do this? You have to will it to the existence. It's kind of like them positive, good vibes and shit type <laughs> thing. Like, you gotta, 
You gotta, you gotta want that shit. Mel said, uh, Jehovah's send letters now. Yeah, I begin to watch Tower and shit. <laughs> I don't get no letters from them. Yeah, they be well. COVID kind of fucking can't change the game now, so they don't really be knocking on doors like that. Because they old people too. So I mean, but they're not all old. But the ones that why don't you always want to send the old people out there to do the legwork? Like I've never seen nobody young. I seen like I seen toddlers, but I've always gotten like the old black lady. Mm-hmm. Like they got strong ass caps or something. I seen like teenagers like, like they have like book bags on and they're wearing like a white uh, collared shirt, like Mormons. Is that Mormons? That's Mormons. That might be Mormons. I be seeing. I used to see them all the time chilling at Martyr though. <laughs> I used to see them all hey, the time. They're not there no more. No, they gone. They're scared of COVID. Oh damn! I'm like thank God. She got two biblical. I biblical hate it form. when they watch me and shit. Tenendo, what's Tenendo, good, what's good, man? Welcome, welcome. What's all right, up? so uh, Al- Alistair, right? He yeah. went. He went to go talk to a uh, Iowas again, his guardian angel. And the guardian angel, he told him to go steal that monument at uh, the museum, okay. the one with the God of Horrors. And also, uh, he told him to translate that book that he just wrote in every single language. Oh, shit. Because he wanted to get that word out. And I think that happened because, like, we're here today because I think he influenced a lot of shit in technology. Mm. Like, I think all the shit boomed the technology shit. Okay. Because he let aliens in it. Oh shit! He let the aliens through the doors, yeah, and they gave the technology, and then like here, here we are now Come talking on. about him. <laughs> he did it, dude. We're supposed to still be like riding horses. <laughs> He's like, "Come on in, guys. Doors open." Yeah. So then, um, Alistair was like, "He's like, no, I'm not gonna do that." It's like I'm not gonna go to a damn museum and steal a damn monument. He was like, "Why? Why you want me to do that?" So he's like, "Fuck it." That's when he stopped talking to his angel. He's like, "No, nah, I'm done." Mm. And then he went to go. Back to his wife, and he actually started a family. Damn. And then I guess the, that God was like pissed off, like fuck. Like I thought we really had somebody. I thought we was cool, man. <laughs> Tripping, Alistair. It's like let's just wait till Hitler's born. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we gotta wait for like what years? Is like we gotta wait like forty more years. Actually, Hitler already been born. Yeah, he was born already. Damn, yeah, yeah. But like after like he read the book, I'm pretty sure like there was a lot of people that read it mm. and. Believed it, and this is the same shit on Amazon. Yep, you can buy it on Amazon. It's called the Book of the Law. Holy shit! A lot of rappers talk about it too, mm. and they're saying the ones that speak like good about it. If you look at the comment section, they're like, "Oh man, you're into that blood sacrifices and pedophile kid shit." I was like, "God damn, Jesus, <laughs> I ain't playing." But it's saying how you know that book influenced like a lot of the music from like Led Zeppelin, the Beatles. Yeah. All that shit. A lot of the hip hop music too, and I shit. I found that out today too. I was like, "Oh, this shit goes deep." Yeah. So okay, so he went back to his wife to have a kid. He had a daughter and shit. And then uh, he's trying to get back to the normal life, writing poetry, mm-hmm. trying to sell it. But you know, it wasn't selling because the god was like, "Nah, we're not gonna give you no sales. We're gonna change the algorithm." <laughs> so none of his books were being. Put you at the bottom of the list. <laughs> yeah, it was like on the back of the damn shelf and shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then um, he told his friends at the occult, right? Mm. He was telling them a story about um, the, the voice that he heard, his guardian angel. And then um, when the people in the occult, they heard the news like about what he was saying, like like who he saw, the I, I was, mm. they're like, dude, you know, you know you're talking to a demon, right? Oh. Alistair's like, what? <laughs> I was talking to a demon the whole time. Oh, <laughs> so the demon was faking it, pretending that he was an angel? I'm guessing, because I don't know how the occult know about it. Mm. But they're saying he summoned a demon. He didn't summon no uh, no clean angel. 
I guess you call him clean angel, right? A good angel? It makes sense. You're trying to get him to fucking do some sticky finger shit. Yeah, because the occult, they didn't didn't agree with a lot of the shit Alistair uh, believed in shit. Mm -hmm. Like, um... Like, uh... Uh, him being a bisexual They're like Nah man that's not cool Like you shouldn't even do that You know And then the occult Like they said His moral values Was fucked up With the sex workers So they're They're trying to tell him Like how to live his life And shit He just living his life man She ain't hurt nobody So they want to kick him out Cause he was a problem now uh, So true. they're like Man Alistair you gotta go dude Like we don't, we don't want you In the group no more Everybody wants you out So then Alistair He got into like An argument With one of the members And shit right mm. Like, one of the, the main members, like, in that lodge. So, <laughs> they got into, like, a magic fight. This shit was crazy. I don't know, oh, I don't know how, how real it, it was and shit, but uh, the dude, he, he was using, like, white magic on Alistair. Mm. And he made Alistair fucking trip down the stairs with white magic, right? I was like, that's white magic? That's kind of evil. I was like, yeah, he could have broke his damn neck. Yeah, but then there's the funny part. Alistair, he got pissed. He was like, man, I'm going to the main boss in fucking London. So he went to London, right? He told the main boss about this shit. Mm. You know what the main boss said? Mm-hmm. He said, go take over that lodge. So, hey, thank you for the host, Tom Fox. Tom thank Fox, you. what's up? So he, he told them to take over the lodge. Mm. <laughs> and then what he did, well, he changed all the locks, right? And then uh, he would watch the members try to go, and they're like, oh, shit, it's locked. Mm. Then, uh, but they end up finding out Alistair did it. So he changed all the locks and doors? Yeah, he changed all the locks. Just uh, fuck with him because he wanted to take over that shit. Yeah. And then he got in trouble. He actually got sued. So they, they took his ass to court and shit. So they couldn't go inside the lodge or they couldn't leave? Yeah, they couldn't go inside. So, I mean, oh. that is a crime. That's not even his building. Yeah, you just leave. out there changing no locks. He went to Home Depot back then. <laughs> changing all the locks and shit. Oh. Yeah, so he, uh, he ended up going to court. And then he was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm out. I'm going to go climb mountains again. So he went to go. His love. He went to go climb mountains again, right? And as he was like climbing mountains, like with his old group and shit, mm. they're like, "Man, you know what, Alistair? You're like you're becoming a problem. Like you don't follow like none of our commands or anything, and you're making it dangerous for all the other guys. Mm. So we don't want to climb with you no more. Like we, we we're out. We don't want to be in your group." But then Alistair was like, "Okay, you guys want to play like that?" This motherfucker ran into his tent. Right? Mm. He started calling up his god, the Iwas guy. Mm. You know what happened? What? A fucking avalanche. It is still at the lodge, right? No, avalanche at the climbing. Oh, okay, so the oh, shit, okay. Because his, his climbing buddy. His people was with him, yeah. He yeah, didn't yeah. want to fuck with him no more. So Alistair was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go, huh? Fucking eviscerate them. Yeah, he started meditating <laughs> and the, his god, his guardian came out and fucking created like an avalanche. See, here's the story. I don't know. I don't know if the avalanche killed all of them except for him. Mm. Or if it didn't kill anybody. That's about Asher, too. Because I was trying to look it up. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't know where it's at. Because mm-hmm. I just heard the story. And then I, don't, I couldn't find if the information, if, if, they if it killed them. anybody. Because I kind of remember a long time ago hearing somebody say that the avalanche killed everybody in the group. Mm-hmm. And the only one alive was Alistair. But I don't know how true that is. Mm-hmm. But if that's true, is that crazy? It's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, don't make Alistair mad. You <laughs> will drop snow on you. Yep, yep. That's pretty wild, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to ask him, like, yo, I'm like, are y'all dead? So then, like, he stopped, like, climbing mountains and shit. So, like, his next adventure, he started, like, uh, like shooting, hunting big game. Mm-hmm. But he was doing it in India. And then he actually got banned from India because he actually he accidentally shot a dude. <laughs> but it, it wasn't really, like, an accident. He said the dude was, like, trying to jack him, so he shot his ass. 
So then like, dude, get out of here. We don't want you here, Alistair. You're like a big problem now. Fuck out of here, man. Alistair's like, man, I was like, what am I supposed to do now? So he moved to China. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then he, he, he was working on more magic there. And then he was saying that he believes that the Chinese people, like their, 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 their spirituality mm. is superior to everybody like on earth. Okay. Like their level of like the spirit shit mm. is super high level. Mm. And then he's saying, hey. And then he said he, he got a glimpse of his past life as a whole bunch of like, uh, like Chinese uh, leaders and shit. Mm. In the past dynasty, I was like, "Oh, that's cool, man." Damn. He said that uh, he learned like uh, this magic where he was able to make himself invisible. Mm. And then the way he tested it was uh, he put like a red like robe on, mm. with the king's crown, and he walked like in the middle of like uh, a busy city. Nobody mm. even acknowledged him. <laughs> I don't know how true that is. That's just a story Alistair said. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know who's calling him a liar though. Like he's not really trying to. Gain some type of fame. This fool, he just want to see some crazy shit. That's what I sound like. Yeah. Just trying to do some wild shit. And this, and this man's still married? Yeah, he's still married. I almost forgot he had a fucking family at home. <laughs> just for the, yeah, I forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, he, he forgot like he got a family too and shit because when he went back home, his daughter died. Damn. She, she died from something. And then, you know, him and his wife was blaming each other for the death of the daughter. So you then ain't never here, motherfucker. They end yeah. up like splitting up and then parting ways and she started cheating and you know damn man it was wild I also should have got that love potion ready man get his wife back mm-hmm. that a bitch I mean the man ain't never home no for real though That's, you gotta at least check in damn was- oh like later like he started like learning like more rituals but this time it got like more darker mm-hmm. like he started doing rituals with like sex and blood to summon like Entities, right? Mm. But it's like back back then, right? He said he he summoned this one entity and he drew how it looked like. This is before like we even knew what aliens looked like, mm. because uh, you know, we didn't get no drawings of like gray aliens with the big heads until like mm. World War Two's type, yeah, era, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like during like the forties, nineteen like Roswell and shit, yeah. yeah. And this was like like early, and um, he he drew like the entity. I saw the picture. It looks like a fucking alien with a little human face. Oh, shit. I was like, holy shit. Like, it looks like the dude from that one uh, cartoon, the digital cartoon with a guy. He has the big brain. <laughs> what? He has a big brain. It's like Megamind something. Is that? Megamind? Megamind. Oh. It looks like that. Yeah. The fuck you telling him? I know he's telling He's like blue dude. He's like, like blue. blue guy. Yeah, yeah. I forget the movie, but yeah. The, it's like a Pixar movie. Yeah, he, he drew a picture of him. He said that's what he saw. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that might be like the evil alien. That's pretty much it about his life. Big head alien. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people, they remember him as, you know, as genius. And other people think he's like the Antichrist. So, man, his story is like, he's done so much shit the whole time when he's like telling his story. It's like, how the fuck old is he at this point doing this shit? I was like, I lost track. Like, after 14, after that, I just like, yeah, like every year was like, a, every year was like some fucking adventure. He was doing a lot of shit like within a year. Damn, he lived his life though. I give it to him. Mm-hmm. So why does he get like such a bad rap for being like a just a fucking crazy person or some kind of devil it's what, dude? It's all it's, all, it's with like the magic rituals and the occult stuff. Like that shit is like, I guess evil. Because if you're trying to summon like something, like wouldn't that be like teaching people how to do that? Is that wild? That's wild, right? Because we don't really understand it unless like you can fucking measure that shit in the science lab. 
I which it, I think they're doing. I wonder if he got hit too with like a lot of like, like it was such a bad rep too, just because uh, he lived his life the way he wanted. Like he was like smashing men and women. And that shit is like he lived like mad the true, frowned upon. He then. lived like he lived like his religion, like true, the true path, the, the lima. Mm-hmm. He did whatever the fuck he want. Here's like his final quote. He mm-hmm. says, uh, "We must conquer life by living it to the to to the full, See? and then we can go into the depths of the prestige." Crazy, right? Hey, it's pretty man. deep. Like, live your life to the full, man, like, and then you can fucking. One day I like penis, other day I like vagina. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter, but I'm having fun. Live a real, real life, man. Hey, man. It's a life lesson we should all take to heart. Shot them. Yep. I, I'm thinking he was going to be like. like do what you want, not what a religion tells you what to do. I'm thinking he was like killing babies and shit. That's what I thought was going to get that. I thought it was going to elevate to that level of like. If he did, they fucking, didn't put it down. I mean, they got no reason to lie about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's like another thing. Like, he didn't, he never killed anybody. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Because after the shit I want to talk about, you would think that this Alistair guy was the worst thing since, like, I don't know, fucking Morningstar or some shit. Like, this dude's like some, the, the most evilest human on the planet. He just sounds like a dude just, just trying to live. Mount up all that summoning shit. That might be some other shit, but. He was on another level. He was like, like, he's a true, like, philosopher. Like, he knew a lot of stuff that. Normal people didn't know. Yeah. And it's still like his shit still fucking vibrates till this day. Like it's still being influenced on today, like how society is. Yeah. And all he did was open up a little portal, letting up all these uh entities come in our our, uh, our dimension and giving just, us this cool technology because just chilling. Hitler out there, they gave Hitler the sign. They gave him like a lot of technology. Hitler Hitler's like, Yeah, just give me all that shit. I'll I'll help you spread this religion. Mm. Like, let me just get, get these gas chambers up real quick. Good. Get this shit going, man. World War II happened. Boom. <laughs> like, he was really going to do it. He wasn't playing. Yep. And then somebody else got a hold of, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the got fuck hold of happened. Something. Like, I don't know how did they, they beat that shit. Maybe Wonder Woman came and. <laughs> she showed Remember up in the, the, yeah. 1984 she showed up and Yeah she stopped the war Oh that's right No the World War One one the, the, mm. the, That's right See World War One happened After he already opened up the portal Because yeah, it happened Like in what World War One is like 1914 Or some shit like that yeah, And he already been Opened up a portal mm. So then World War Two happened Like what 39 yeah, 39 35, 30 Some shit whatever. And now the portal's still open So now we're waiting on another big Shit to happen Something big Is gonna happen Man If we haven't had Anything big happen yet I'll be Seems like we don't Went through some shit Already man It's already you, happening You think we would Already been in this shit But yeah That's all I got For uh, Alistair That was interesting He shit. lived a cool ass life Man Cool ass dude Just a Free as a bird Man Free bird man I respect <laughs> He's like Fuck the norm I like men and women Yeah Getting and, fucking drilled And dr- <laughs> I like I like my My uh my cheese getting clapped too. Is that wrong with that? Yeah. Equal opportunities, I guess. You know, cool. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we're going to jump into Chris' uh, topic. Hell yeah. Sit so tight. Be right back, guys. Amazing. All right, guys, we're back. Oh, All right, shit. so we're going to jump into uh, Chris and the devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's cold in here, dude. I, I, I get to relax and enjoy. Yeah, sit back and relax. Right, I'll plug this a little bit. All right. Okay. All take, right. Take a nap. All right, folks. Now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. All right. So we're, gonna leave, all right, we're moving past Alice Carly now, and now we're moving in. We hop in the time machine, right? Now, before we 
hop forward to 1980s and early 90s. We're going to stop by the 70s in America, right? So That's a hippie uh, movement, right? Yeah, the hippie movement and flower power. So this is after, like civil rights movement also. This when that dude figured out how to uh, make LSD. Which one? Oh, the guy. Oh, he did it in the 70s? <clears throat> he did it like, I think of maybe 70s or like a little before. I was like, like 60s like for a, some reason. Yeah, it's before. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> America was going through this weird, this weird cultural shift with after the civil rights movement and all this other wild shit was going on. And so you got to think about like how the 70s were, which in the 70s was like that that real big era of like fucking serial killers that was out there. Like like the Ted Bundy's, uh, John Wayne Gacy's, who's like the clown guy. Um, uh, was it the son of Sam, uh, David Burke, which I think his name was, uh, he was just going around and just like shooting people. Golden State Killer. Zodiac Killer. All types of shit. Like Zodiac. The, the Strangler. Like that was like, the, the world was a wild place in America. There was just serial killers just popping up all left and right. And the world, like, and America was like very confused and of course a lot of people were scared shitless. Like, oh, these people seem to be popping up more and more. And then the people are like, authorities having issues trying to, you know, capture them or they're blending into regular society like us or whatever, right? And then so, uh, I guess a lot of people, and then that's just my theory on why this craze started, which is like is coined as like uh, the satanic panic, is because uh, in the uh, year of 1980, there was this guy named um, Lawrence uh, Paz, uh, Pazder. He's like this psychologist, or whatever. Psychologist? He's like a psychologist, I think he was, or whatever. Oh. Um, it's like a psychiatrist. Oh, and, and uh, yeah, he was, a psych- he, was a psych- he was a psychiatrist who um, did hypnotism on his wife, Michelle. Like he does like hypnotism on or whatever. She kind of like, like with the the little thing that yeah, you like gotta follow little, with your eyeball. Yeah, like keep your eye on this fucking marble or something. I don't know what he got, but <laughs> he was like, uh, but basically he hypnotized his wife Michelle, and she wants to go into this trance, and she wants to talking about something in her past that her husband did to uh, her. that Lawrence never knew anything about at all. Like this dude was like, so what? Like he wiped her memory after he did like crazy shit no 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 no. i was like he just hypnotized her and then she went to this trance and then oh she goes back she's also mentioning about how like how when she was a child she was always getting like uh being taken she was always being taken she was like the subject of like these satanic rituals and was being taken to these basements getting molested all these stories like like rituals children and he, and he didn't know nothing about that yeah he says he knew nothing about this whatsoever so that caught his curiosity yes and then so he wrote a book of, uh, that came out because uh, they, they live in Canada this is in Canada oh um, he wrote this book uh, based about his wife's account of like you know the stories that she told about her being these satanic rituals the book is called Michelle Remembers and then the book is all about like her just her life, just like all this shit that she was going through, just growing up, like, rep- like basically, like they were like repressed memories that she went through, but like it was so, tra- it was just so traumatized her, her brain just kind of like just shut it out and just right, right. That's a real thing. Yeah, it's real shit. It's actually real, real shit about that. And um, That's so like pretty wild, man. Yeah, so like, uh, and then so I guess like when people were trying to like in like so the book was released because uh, they did this back in the seventies. The book came out in the year nineteen eighty, right? Mm. And the book became like a fucking like huge success, like within America. Everybody was buying this book. And I feel like the reason why it maybe became a huge success is because all this crazy shit that was going on in the seventies with all these serial killers, a lot of people was like, Holy shit, maybe it's like some kind of satanic kind of connection or whatever. And I think that's well this is when the ball started rolling with a lot of like bullshit that starts going down throughout the eighties and nineties because the, the the satanic panic wound up becoming almost like a uh, well not almost but it wound up becoming like like Salem witch trials like accusing people of being like 
satanic, like you know, being a cult or whatever like that. And a lot of motherfuckers are end up in prison for like twenty years, damn near the life off of like accusations that weren't even true. Wow. It was, it was wild it was wild as hell, man. Was this like the same era with the Finders cult member? Uh think so. What was it? Was it 80s, 90s? It, it might have been all at the same time. It might have been. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think Finders Cult might have been around the same time. But yeah, that was like when... When you would see weird shit, like you'll see like two adults with like seven children in a van, and mm-hmm. then he'll, he'll open the van, they go play out in the pr- like playground, but they look all fucking beat up. Oh, but and people's, oh, like, yeah. people's like, hey, something is weird about that. Kids so, look a little rough. Finders Cult's crazy, man. And, uh... So what wound up happening was um also it's like so that book was what really got the ball rolling for the satanic panic because like I said big success and uh it seemed like the people that really like fed into this shit that was really into like like kind of like scared was kind of like suburban white communities like just scared of like hey like like if anybody knows how the structure of America started working at one point um a lot of white people used to live in the inner cities and then minorities moved in. And then I think around like the 50s and 60s, that's when white people moved out and moved to the suburbs. Because mm-hmm. I think the suburbs weren't even really a thing at the time. It was always just like you either live in the city or you live out there in the farm. And there was like no suburban area until uh, just white, you know, just suburban white Americans just left the city, started like communities and shit like that. And uh, a lot of them just usually just have like this fear of like, okay, that the boogeyman's always going to destroy this thing that we've built as like a safe community for people like us or whatever mm-hmm. and the satanic panic after this book came out only fanned the flames a little bit more like oh shit like we got people that live amongst us that might be like they not be they might not be that cool they may be you know maybe involved in some wild shit or whatever so they just started accusing everybody oh hell yeah uh that's scary yeah it's just kind of like, and even you're just like yo i just like this type of music like fuck why am i going to jail because this kid went missing but now you point a finger at me because you think I'm involved with saying and Bubba was going to jail for this shit, man. It was, it was horrible. And then I found out decades later, like, yeah, um, there's no evidence that she was there, but you're free. You can't like wear those emo pants. You can't do nothing, man. With the emo like necklace and shit. And also too, what like a lot of people started realizing too, was like uh, the story of like, uh, like with Alice Crowley, a lot of people started picking up on this story and how a lot of uh, parents that lived in the suburbs didn't want their kids to listen to rock music because like Led Zeppelin and like I think probably even like Ozzy Osbourne, which I could definitely see him, you know, yeah, it's fucking with Crowley and all that. Influence from like his philosophy and shit. Yeah, and it's like oh shit, like but like I said, the story you just told don't seem to match up with their fear of Aleister Crowley. Just, so somewhere that along the line, that story must have got twisted about who he was, and they didn't want the kids listening to rock music and shit because they all thought it was like satanic shit at the time mm-hmm. too. Um, the generation has always been like that with their kids. Yeah, like it, it might have been like some of the things they were doing. It, it could have been like a spell within the song, you know? Yeah. Because like, because they would play like some shit. You could backwards. put like magic within like a song. Yeah, I can't remember what band it was, but they would put like some what do you call it? Some little messages in their shit. Like if you yeah, played in reverse. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's a lot of cryptic shit in the the songs that's like really popular back then. The ones where it's kind of controversial. Yeah, <clears throat> even classical music that shit has decrypted messages. Yeah. That's what I. Well, that's what I believe. Yeah. Hey man, it's fucking cool, man. And so uh, one of the one of the big cases that happened at the time was uh this is like the current this is called like the Kern County uh, abuse allegations. Um. Okay, and that uh, basically like this uh, this journalist named Debbie Nathan. Um, she basically talks about like how um, I would think like basically like out within uh, Bakersfield, California. Hey, Bakersfield. Yeah, Bakersfield, California, out in the eighties. Um, 
she's like basically like uh, she talks about like how this oh, says so, so, journalist Debbie Nathan uh, uh, talks about the basic blueprints of satanic panic, and I uh, basically talks about like uh, to right wing Christian fundamentals uh, fundamentals steep in lore about the devil. So it was like a lot of people who was like uh, what we're really blow up in the eighties a lot too was the evangelical movement and like them. The pastors you be seeing on TV, they be raking in like millions and millions of fucking dollars and got like fucking private jets and shit. It really blew up like in the 80s because people were getting scared of like satanic cults and shit like that. And they kind of flocked to these evangelicals who, yeah, I mean, I ain't knocking nobody for believing in them and shit, but they kind of, I mean, That's if, when they, if you got an ATM inside your church, I question your, you know, your yeah. flight, your, you know. I, I think this was like, like back then, like this is when they realized where they could actually make money from yes off people's fear yes and that's where so then like kind of case people are scared of devil what if i make them believe like if they pay me i can protect them and Mm -hmm. they took advantage of a man and they dude you can can literally do an entire podcast just on that alone man but they just kind of like they kind of just saw an opportunity like yo capitalizing people's fears and then they don't get taxed (laughs) they yo they they figured the game out man um but so like no so in Bakersfield, California, there was like this huge like rumors were going around about a lot of these um these daycare like they, there was like these rumors going around like the Satan was infiltrating like these daycare child centers and all that. Satan, yeah, Satan. He was like, like he taking was like, over hey, the shit. I'm, I'm here, guys. I'm here to take your kids. And uh and uh so uh so uh, so uh, as they said like Michelle remembers was actually a huge part uh of their training when a number of children came for. A lot of kids were coming forward about stories that they was being molested in these daycares and these, these rituals or whatever. Um, you do you want to find out over time that a lot of people was being coerced into it, or they was like, you know, hey, like, hey, Billy, like you go to this daycare center, you got molested, he took you down to a dungeon, did all this nice stuff to you, and they was doing satanic rituals. This is what you're gonna tell the police, kid. And the kid be like, okay, and we go tell them. A lot of these people that was like, you know, doing these to these kids, trying to tell them like to lie, mm-hmm. was getting ideas from Michelle Remembers' book. That's what it was like. I got all got this idea because I don't know if it was uh, people. These people were just trying, just trying to be sure to mean, or if they just got so paranoid, it was like there's something wrong with this daycare. Something's awful with it. I don't care if they like what this kid told me is, is whatever. Like maybe this kid just told me that nothing's wrong, but I'm not buying it. So I think it's like people's paranoia like got the best of them for the most part, and. I mean, I just wanted like any way to take down these daycares. It's like, so do you think more of the stories are true about like what the kids are saying, or you think more if it was all made up? Uh, I think it was all more made up. I mean, if I was gonna run a cult, it wouldn't be a fucking daycare. It would, it would be if I'm gonna run something in secret, it's gonna be in secret. It's not gonna be like no a daycare would be yeah, like. But why two, would they bring two. down a daycare center if it's? People get paranoid over shit, man, and that's one thing I realized too. But when I was they, look, they get paranoid, but then they're telling the kids to make up a story to bring it down. Yeah, they're telling the kid, they're speaking to the kids like, "Hey, like, I don't know, this was weird." I wish they would have let me interview the kids. I can read that shit. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I think you're lying. And it says, uh, <laughs> it says, it says uh, "You're fucking bullshitting me, kid." Get out of here, kid. Lock the door. As as uh, when a number of children came forward to declare that they had been molested as part of the clandestine local occult sex ring. Two of the girls have been coached by a grandparent who was believed to have a history of mental illness. So there's like some crazy ass grandmother who thought there was a fucking cult going on too. When the kids, they want to find out like, yeah, the, the crazy ass grandmother was telling them to hey, repeat this story again, that this was going on there. And because when I guess when the police were investigating, they weren't finding any like evidence showing that this was all going on. Like there's no labyrinth underneath this, underneath this daycare. There's none of this wild shit going on. So these stories aren't really adding up. Um, what if they cleaned it up really good? 
Or maybe, maybe it was like, or maybe it wasn't even at that location. Because I'm not saying I believe in this 100, percent but I can't, I can't disprove it either. But maybe they think it might have been a daycare. Maybe it's not. I mean, I don't, I do think there's wild ass cults out there. But um, I think all those kids got raped. And it says, uh, they can't make that up. This is a. Uh, this is two it's girls. not even a fun story to talk about. Is over the coming months, like this story was strange, occult, sex acts, blah, 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 blah. but so it basically is like between 1984 and 1986, they ran an investigation with these labyrinths, uh, uh, these like with these wild ass claims of satanic rituals, um, and uh, 26 people actually wound up going to fucking jail for this shit, um, for like convictions of just uh, and, and for all these convictions from like kidnapping, you know, and all this other stuff, uh, despite a complete lack of cooperative physical evidence of any claims. So basically, like twenty six people, while I'm going to jail over these claims of this sex cult going on a daycare, and there was no evidence to say like this happened. Mm-hmm. It is all hearsay, and did you just want to find? I guess they time? just they just really believed it. Oh, that's, but like I said, like I, and it's apparently the cops believed it too because they all they all got their ass locked up for it too. So uh, something must click. Like if the people, if the regular people believed it, more than likely the cops were probably like, yeah, fuck, I believe this shit's legit too, and they all wound up ending up in fucking jail for that shit. As as uh, nearly all the convictions, but since then though, all twenty six people that got locked up, since nearly all the convictions have since been overturned. Um, this is including uh, of a local carpenter named John Stall. He spent twenty uh, like he spent twenty years of his life uh, and his forty year sentence in jail. Um, I guess he wound up getting released maybe like on good behavior or something. He did just, at least he went for an appeal. I think because he was having like a forty year sentence, probably went his appeal to like twenty. Like he has to get halfway through his sentence before he could. Go for an appeal. So one dude did 20 years in jail for that shit. And he was like, look, I had nothing to do with it. I'm just a carpenter. Like, what I got to do with fucking what's going on in daycare? It just maybe he knew somebody who was in this shit. I don't know. But wrong place, wrong town. Hell, <laughs> maybe he was chilling with one of them and he just fucking got locked up too with them. Uh, it says um, avoid all daycares. Um, and it says like uh, Scott and Brendan Kifflin. Uh, uh Okay, so these are like parents of like uh, parents Scott and um, uh, Brandon Kiffin. I guess they might have been parents of some of the kids that supposedly got uh, were raped there or whatever. Uh, oh, I was taking advantage of in a satanic cult. Is this uh, they like they got like two hundred fucking? Uh, they got two hundred forty years in jail after their sons were coached. So basically, they like told their sons a lie about these like these demon cults and shit like that, and they like. After they found out, like they basically coached their kids in the line, they gave them like two hundred forty years for that shit. It's like, what the like together? Like I guess like maybe in, I think it might be each or maybe together. I'm not sure. Damn. But it's because like you got twenty six people sent to jail over some bullshit y'all started, and then well, you you gonna serve every fucking year that they got. That's what it sounds like. Two hundred forty years in jail after the sons were coached and um uh, through whole co- uh, through cohesive uh, investigation techniques and uh. Oh, and then, uh, it says, and uh, over eager the therapist. Uh, so basically, it's like they were, they basically meant up with like, because whether it was true or not, there was on show proof that these kids were being manipulated by some adults. Because I can see, like, even if the situation was real, like, I'm like this in a world where people always try to take advantage of real, of shit in like crisis or whatever, like, so even like during the pandemic, I'm pretty sure there's people out there like, hey, I got like the real cure other than that fucking vaccine. You know, I could give you some real shit. Like people's always trying to make a dollar or something during like the most fucked up times when people need to be coming together and working together. So don't, whether don't this let sh- a good crisis go to waste. Yeah. So whether this shit is legit or not, Hillary said. Oh. <laughs> so whether this shit is like legit or not, right? Um, it just shows that like people like these like these uh, these parents were like 
take, trying to take advantage of when we want to do it for fame, money, maybe sell some books or whatever. But at these days, they fucked up a lot of people's lives on this shit too. On a situation that, whether it's real or not, I'm not sure. But let's say if it was real, they took something that derailed a, a real situation and made it into about themselves. And some people suffer for that. Um. Uh, so that was one of them. That was like one of the big. That's like one of the like one of the big cases too. That's when that the panic started happening in these suburban areas and people were getting scared. Don't want your kids listening to like uh, like heavy metal and shit. This was that. almost like the same time where they had the the guy in Atlanta that was killing all these black kids. Atlanta monster, yeah, yeah. Was that the, was that the eighties? It might have been. Like I think it might have been early nineties, maybe. I, remember, I think you. I think might have been eighties. Yeah. And they're saying that black dude with the afro was the one that was killing all these black kids. Yeah, it wasn't Wayne something. I can't remember his name right yeah, now. Yeah, Wayne something. He's still locked up to this day. Yeah, he's still locked up. They did the interview on him on a podcast. Yeah, I'm even talking about that. You put me on. I just put a friend on it to it last week, the Atlanta Monster. It's interesting. Yeah, you put me on it. I was like, damn, this is good. They changed the name of the podcast, though, though. They just call it Monster. Because they talk about yeah, other series. Like they do on. like series, and then they'll, yeah. they'll just pick up another series. Yeah, I think the last one they did. Oh, somebody just told me they got a new one. I haven't heard it yet. The DC Sniper, that's the new one we got now. Damn. That's, I thought he had Zodiac Killer. That was the last one I listened to then. But yeah, that shit's good, man. But yeah, it's around the same time while that kids are going missing and shit. So that shit was trending. It's like a it's like a like a challenge, like a trending challenge. What was it? Atlanta Monster? No, like uh Oh, kids like, going missing and shit? Kids like kidnapping kids and doing Wild shit, man. Nasty shit to them. That was like a thing back then. Like, why you gotta go for the kids, man? Jesus, leave them alone. It's not trending right now, but the people are getting caught now. Yeah, uh, shit. That, it was getting wild back then, man. Because I do believe there was some kind Because just the, just the track, how just how least the 80s was going and how serial killers were popping up. Also, too, you want to find out, too, like... I, I probably want to do this, like, somewhere in the future, but I do want to do, like, a, a episode where we talk about, like, Heaven's Gate, which is, like, another, like, wild-ass cult. Like, the ones who thought the aliens were coming down, so they was, like, wearing all white and shit, and they, like, drunk poison, and there's one, like, some... Clean ass white kicks in bed. <laughs> this, I remember that. When, when the mothership comes, yo, we clocking out. Um, but it seemed like a lot of cults were really picking up at some point. Like after the serial killer movement, then like the 80s was like, there was a rise in cults. I do believe that is legit though. It's um, like because uh, like Aleister Crowley, his his book wasn't even like really recognized until like the 90s. Mm, That's when people started shit, picking up yeah. on it. They're like, holy shit, this guy's on to something real. And then this is when all this crazy shit happened. Yeah, because it seems like Maybe celebrity, or maybe it seems like musicians got in on it and then spread the word out to the regular, the normal people like us. Mm-hmm. And that's was like, oh shit, like they, uh, who's this Crowley fella? Who? Yeah, because that information, it wasn't like uh, widely available like back then, like in the 30s or 40s and shit. It yeah. was only available to like uh, the few, like people that, like leaders and shit were reading that shit. Yeah. Even like the Kabbalion, the, her, with the Hermetic uh, philosophy and shit, mm-hmm. the Hermetic principles. Yeah. I actually got that book, and I don't think I should read it anymore. Why? Uh, it's like I got like towards the middle. I'm like, I don't think I'm supposed to be reading this shit because some of the stuff in there, they're saying the stuff in that book is not meant for like normal people. It's meant for like people like trying to take over the world type shit. It's not meant for like the the regular citizen. Like, so if you trying to run a cult, like, <laughs> like basically, the, yeah, it's like you can. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's like a guidebook to like making cult type shit. Mm. Uh, but that book it has like principles on there where like back then it would be uh, labeled as like sacred information like sacred knowledge to where the normal human is not supposed to be able to get this knowledge Mm. because that book was written 
like it wasn't really written by like one person it was like a whole bunch of people that used to be like in a group mm. and they all got pieces of information and they all put it like within this one book and they called it the, the hermetic uh mm. principles and shit <clears throat> Damn. And then I read it halfway. I was like, ah, stop. it's a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much. I don't think this is meant for me to look at it right now. Uh, you know? Like, this ain't for my eyes. Might start a real revolution. <laughs> yeah. I finished the book. I'm like, hey, quit, quit my job. Okay, so, <sighs> okay, so there's another incident. This is probably like one of the most notorious ones where uh, people were getting accused of satanic shit again. As it, uh, as it's called like the West Memphis Three. Uh, this shit is wild as fuck. West Memphis Three was that like a Louisiana biker gang? Nah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's about these three kids who got like uh, who caught like these uh, these accusations of murdering three other kids. And like uh, how old though? Uh, I think they had to be like within their teenage years, like maybe mid teens, early teens. But like the kids that got killed were like kid kids, like five, like six, seven, eight years old, something like that, like young kids. Um, it says, uh, so, but it's just like, it's the most, it's like the most notorious one. Cause like these kids, like all three of these boys were like into like rock and shit like that with dark clothes, all that stuff. They shot the Gadzooks. Gads, oh <laughs> shit. Was that, was that before, uh, what's that other one? Uh, Hot Topic? Hot Topic? Was yeah, it before I think Hot Topic? Was, uh, I think that was before, yeah. Spencer's. Spencer's. <laughs> Spencer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the, uh, with with the, the they're wearing the emo clothes and then with the jeans it was like so baggy at the bottom and like you yeah. can tell when it's raining outside because you see like it's all wet at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> it's always wet at the bottom <laughs> and the, the the platform is like fucking four inches Dude, I was like God you're gonna break your ankle dude like do not trip it is ga- game over <laughs> and then like the next year like the dude that was like super emo like he he went straight edge <laughs> <laughs> he cleaned up I'm like yeah, dude what happened got your shit together. <laughs> No more like eyeliner and shit. It was going through a phase. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so uh, in 1993, uh, three teenagers in West Memphis, uh, West Memphis, Arkansas, um, were accused and later convicted of horrific sexual assault and murders of three young boys. Um, Wait, murder and sexual assault? Yeah, because like when he found these kids, they were like fucking wrecked. I'm talking about like genitals cut off and shit type shit. Like somebody went to work on them. Um, there's always been theories of who really did it. Um, I honestly, I think it was one of the boys. Uh, out of those three boys, I think it was one. I thought, in my opinion, I think it was the one of the because three boys were all friends, but they weren't like siblings or anything like that. They were just friends. One of the boys, I think it was his father that did it because uh, they were finding bite marks on the kids' bodies after they discovered the bodies. It was like adult chompers. It was like adult chompers, and the father of one of the kids had just recently after that was like removing his fucking teeth out of his head. Jeez. How you gonna find out if he did it if he ain't got no teeth? It's not gonna match the bite. How you gonna have bite marks when he got no teeth? But they, I don't think he was ever convicted because, as far as I know, this case is still like a mystery. Like, they've never found out who did this shit. But the town is also going through this whole satanic panic phase, too. And the first thing they want to point the finger at were the three boys who were into like you know, heavy metal shit, dark clothes, eyeliner, all that. The whole shit banging. They matched the man. profile. Walking around wearing Metallica shirts and shit. Like, it was, they, they was like that back then. Um, <clears throat> this is, uh, says amid uh, amid an intense police investigation, the teens were accused based on extremely weak evidence, including a lack of any physical evidence linking them to the crime and hearsay due to their goth lifestyles and unfounded accusations that they worship Satan. Uh, says the most famous member of the three, uh, Damien Eccles. Um, he rapidly gains like so. This dude named Damien Eccles, right? He was one of the three boys there, and he wound up getting like a lot of popularity. Through like um, 
uh, on the outside, uh, like this case became so big that celebrities jumped in on it. Like Johnny Depp jumped in on it, and all these fucking like Hollywood fucking people jumped in on it. it was like, yo, these kids are innocent. Like you guys literally just threw them in jail because they were different. They had nothing to do. Y'all ain't got no DNA evidence. Y'all ain't got no nothing. Y'all ain't got nothing to prove that these kids was even there, Tom. But this is because they were different and didn't fit into what you could conform as society. What would you like see as society? They didn't conform to your ways. Then you kind of just threw them under the bus. And mm. um, so, uh, yeah, so Damon Echoes, the guy, he was in prison. And his shit was rough because he spent like a decade in solitary confinement. Damn. Uh, and he was like talking about times. So he's like within the first year that he was in jail. Like, actually, he didn't even hit a year yet when he was in prison. But he, when he, like, his, within his first year of being in prison, he saw somebody get stabbed and killed and like fucked him up in the head. He was like a teenager at the time. He was like, I just watched somebody just get stabbed to death. And why is my life going in this direction? And uh, it, it, it's a rough. And um, they all wound up getting released from prison eventually. But it's like 20 something years later after the fact. Uh, 18 years, I think they did in prison. Um, Are they doing like driving Ubers? Uh, just like like uh, one dude, Damon Eccles is actually trying. He's like he's into magic and shit. And he's come out with a book next. What's is it? it magic with a K? I think so. Maybe. I, I know he's come out with a book. I think he either came out last year. I think it might have been last year he came out with a book. Because uh, he's like, he's like magic and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, so he's still trying to hold on to the dark arts and shit, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> that don't make you a bad person, I don't think, in my opinion. I mean, there's people that don't do dark. There's people out there who are a hell of a lot worse and don't do dark arts and shit. They're just fucking horrible people. They're like performing magic like on the news. But he, what he like, uh, so I think he, and I think he was like one of the things where he was into like Alistair Crowley as well too, which I well, found out today that he was like fan of Alistair Crowley as well. And, um, while he was going through uh, through prison, he actually wound up like uh, like going through like treating, like he he knew that he was starting to lose his mind, so he had to teach himself like meditation and stuff like that um, in order for him to just like to make it through. Because like when you're in solitary confinement, you spend 23 hours a day by yourself, and you're out for an hour to like maybe go get something. They take you away for like an hour for some shit, and then after that, you back in solitary confinement again. And he was starting to lose his mind, just chilling in there a lot. I don't know how he survived for 10 years, though, in that. Oh, he's uh, in solitary confinement? Dude, he, he started having, like, a, like I guess There's he was no like, way he could survive that. That's, that's why, like, a lot of people bring up now was, like, they might need to get rid of fucking solitary confinement because it is, like, okay, so uh, you don't know. Okay, okay. So, uh, the, even with the court of law, he was proven to be guilty because he when he got sentenced to, the, like, when he got sentenced to death, because he got the death penalty out of the three boys. He was, I think all of them, like, two boys got life. He had the death penalty, and so he, the state was going to fucking kill his ass. Um, when he was like a teenager at time, and he showed him in the courtroom, his face, like, I guess the mainstream media was like, look, he doesn't even fucking care. Like, he's not crying or nothing. But he wants to tell him, like, the reason why I was looking like this, because I was in shock because I could see people's mouths moving, and I'm not hearing anything, because I just got told that the state was going to kill me for something I didn't do. And he was like a kid at time, so I was like, that's why he's like, okay, like you can see in his face, he's kind of like just out of it. But the news kind of tried to spin it like, look at this evil fucking kid, like, just... So maybe the news was trying like protect somebody. Uh, maybe they just try to use them as like scapegoats or some shit. I don't know. So maybe the cops did it. Shit. I don't know. That's wild. And so yeah, so yeah, he wants to telling the story about how he survived in prison. Um, he wound up using like meditation and all that, and then uh, he actually wound up saying like uh, he wound up learning like from he wound up learning stuff from like Chinese philosopher uh, Lao Tzu, uh, which he had a really dope ass quote. And I was like, oh shit, that's a I might have to get this one day this book. He talks about like he wound up learning just from from Lao Tzu this philosophy that he always carried with him. He said like uh, living in the past leads to depression, living in the future leads to anxiety. 
You know, and he had to teach himself to like kind of live in the moment. Don't be thinking about the past because you're going to get depressed because you think thinking about like, fuck, I'm here. Don't be thinking about the future like, I'm going to die because the state's going to kill me. Just live in this moment. Don't think about any of that. And that's all. He had to make it through it day by day, man. And when he got released, man, they was like grown-ass men now. They're all like in their late 30s by then. I would so, think his mind is fucking fried. Like, you can't even live and, in normal society. Yeah, and he said he did have problems like trying to like, like he wouldn't like, he would go out around people and he wouldn't want to be around anybody because he's so used to being by himself because he did 10 years by himself. He doesn't want to be around people. So he was having some issues after he got out and um, I can't blame him. Like, so I take confinement is pretty fucking inhumane, man, because um, I, I mean, like me, I'm, I don't like mine being a person that can, like, can be by myself as well. But for 23 hours a day, I mean, that should even drive me nuts after a while. And it, consistently for 10 years, that would bug the hell out of me. But yeah, that was a, that was another like crazy ass situation where, yo, know, when you point the fingers at everybody, you know somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's why you should never just make shit up about anybody. Oh, you better have some real evidence, man. Because like I said, like a lot of these stories I was coming across, there was no real substantial evidence, but they were throwing a lot of people under the bus out of just out of sheer fear. I'm like y'all didn't y'all should just like stop and took a deep breath collect your thoughts and then just kind of like I don't know if, if there's really some shit going on then you know think with a clear head don't be going after somebody because they may act or different from what everybody else does because man it's like a lot of these stories I was coming across today it was motherfuckers just doing just mad time in jail over evidence that they never found um there was yeah. a California seemed like it was a damn hot spot though because there was another story I came across too uh, but what were you about to say okay. oh I was gonna say that's why uh, you should never like be a Karen and just snitch on people for no reason. For real. That shit could be life or right. death. That, yeah, that could be like like that lady snitching on that, that black dude at the park and that dude could have got fucked up because she was making up some shit about him attacking her or whatever, some bullshit. Damn, that's real shit, man. That's yeah, like, like stop doing that. The, ca- the cautionary tale of that is like Emmett Till. That, that white lady, she's like 90-something now, but she lied back then about like how he like whistled and winked at her. And that's all And kind of find out She admitted just like Last year, the year before I think I think it was like The year before Maybe two years ago now But she wound up admitting To like, I don't know Some fucking com- Like some me- Some media shit or whatever She was like Y'all know that He never did that to me I lied about it I'm like When I when she finally admitted it After all these years I was like Yo, so we can We like throw her in jail I know she's like 98 For but real, lock her up I'm like You don't You got that fucking kid Killed over a lie Um I don't know, but you gotta be careful. Like you, you these accusations because every time you hear stories about these Karens like accusing people of shit, at least within the black community, the black community is like, we know how this shit can end up for us if you lie. That shit is not cool. Just you get you can get somebody killed over that shit. So and that goes with anything, man. Not even with Karens, man. Just like, ah, uh, fuck. I don't know, man. Just I mean, I get it, man. You trying to like. I don't know. Don't, don't make it about you, I guess. I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, don't make that shit about you when you make accusations. Like, have some some real substantial evidence or something, man. Don't be doing it because out of you're afraid or something like that or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, try well, to be logical with that shit. Well, I mean, that generation is about to head out the door anyway, so. Yeah, there's, but there's, that, no, there's no, like, we can't really teach them anything else because well, their, their brain is, is locked on that type of thing i don't know man i still think it's still I, I think it's still hanging on to this day man obviously like with shit like uh yeah it is that's why that it's it's like the fucking pizza game shit like that shit like that like you know this is this wait what are you talking about i'm just talking about like just like what people believe like in sex cults and all this other stuff and it's still like oh i was talking it, about like people snitching oh i was just talking i was just thinking about too just like with people snitching and just like people going after like half cocked on like lack of information like, like I said, I think some a lot of this shit is legit. It's just that 
you know, you're aiming at the wrong target sometimes. You just gotta take it slow. Get, like, stack up some evidence and then and then go and then then go for the juggler if you want to really catch this shit. Cause it's, it's real. It's real kids getting snatched up and getting tossed in like these sex trafficking crazy ass worlds. And it's like I wonder why nobody kidnapped me. Mm-hmm. Was I was I wasn't a cute kid or something? <laughs> I but nobody want to kidnap me. I don't know you got mad siblings though, man. He's like, yo, he he's always around them. Like, he, you nah. is that his bodyguards? I remember the one time. I think I almost got kidnapped. Um, I was in elementary, mm-hmm. and then uh, I was leaning on like a fence and shit, you know, waiting for my dad to pick me up. And then uh, I felt somebody like caressing my arm. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is touching me so softly? Oh, you told me this. Dude, and then I look back, it was like a Mexican dude, and then he. <laughs> He smiled at me. I was like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm about to get fucking kidnapped. And you just hold him to the fence. And I took off. I was like, nope. I know that's the, that's the bad thing. Stranger danger. <laughs> that shit was crazy. A dude was like, like rubbing my arm. Whoa. I was like, whoa. Well, he reached through the... He's on the other side of the fence, or...? He was on the other side of the fence, thank God. And he reached but through? Yeah, like, my arm was like this on the fence. Hold and on he, to uh, it, he could touch me through the fence. You know how you touch puppies, like, in a, in a cage? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like the puppy, and he was... He did. I don't know. <laughs> but then my dad came later. I was like, "Oh, thank God." You tell your dad? No, I didn't tell him because I w- he wouldn't understand. So, like, hey, yo, dad, some dude tried to touch me. Some like, dude touched me. Like, all right, let's go. Let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you live. Let's go. <sighs> but yeah, uh, it is like so. California had another issue where they had a, a lot of accusations going around, um, and one was like with the. Uh, uh, Manhattan Beach, California. I did not know there's a Manhattan in New York Beach. What? Uh, Manhattan Beach, California. I did, so it was like a. All right. So this, this happened in 1983 when one parent accused one of the staff members at a McMartin preschool in Manhattan Beach, California, of abuse. Um, during the police investigation into the abuse claims, um, a child service nonprofit group known as the Children's Institute conducted examinations of 400 children who attended the daycare. They all got raped. That's basically what it is. I think it's like, if I remember the story correctly, what I read it earlier, it says like out of like the 400 kids, like 359 of them was used in satanic cults. So it's like, because like all together is like 400 kids. So that's like way more than fucking half of the kids. Man. Kids, that's a lot of kids, man. Kids got magic blood, man. That's, apparently these damn fucking people trying to kick them off. Like they trying to. They got that magic blood that these, these adults or these people doing these rituals, <clears throat> they fiend for that shit. So I, I'm thinking it has something to do with them like getting some type of like power or whatever. Mm. Cause I, I heard like some, some guys, right. They would get, um, adrenochrome and they would inject it in their vein. Mm-hmm. And they said, uh, the way it feels is like, it's like sparks going through your body. That rush. Yeah, it's like it feels like your body's like, like sparks going through it. You're like, man, I got the energy of an eight year old. <laughs> it's like, I'm fucking forty. Yep, it's wild. Yeah, so uh, also they wind up doing like uh, da, 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 da. so yeah, pretty much what happened is like um, what kind of derailed the whole situation too was like there was a lady who was doing interviews to these kids, and she said she was like a psychotherapist. Oh, she said she was an unlicensed psychotherapist. This thing is though, um, yeah, her name was uh, Key McFarlane, who's an unlicensed psychotherapist. Uh, McFarlane had no psychological or medical training to even like have these conversations with these kids because it's all a traumatic situation. Like, what the fuck? You have no training or school to deal with this. Why are you even here? Which they even asked me. They had, I even I even had a question about like why the fuck's the cops even let her in the, in these rooms to inv- to talk to these kids who went through these 
traumatic situations. It was all kind of funky. Um, they said like, like I said, it's like she had no psychological medical training, but then she was like, she had like a, a she had like a, a certificate for welding. <laughs> like that's, that's all she had for like, that's like the highest thing she had for credentials was welding. And they let her in and do Don't, all she, that? What are you talking to these kids for? And it completely derailed everything. So whether like, like I said, uh, it's, it's one of these situations where they sent her in to sabotage it. And that's what I was thinking too. It was like either, like, it's one thing, it's like, even if these situations are true, why are these people ending up in these situations? Like, why are people fucking it up by, you know, either with coercing these kids or making these kids lie or whatever the case may be or trying to take advantage of the situation? Or you got her who was like, she lied. Clearly, she must have been lying and she was psychiatrist, but y'all didn't ask for, like, for no credentials and shit like that. Cops, fucking Johnny Law, y'all didn't seem to check her because the only thing she had is like her highest academic credential was a fucking welding certificate, which I ain't that. That's actually pretty dope. But that shit, that, what are you going to do? Put fucking weld the kids together and shit? Well, they ain't got nothing to do with nothing here, you know? They ain't got nothing to do with the price of tea in China. So, uh, and uh, she had two other unqualified assistants. So she was even by herself. Says, I'm allowed to conduct investigations, investigations famously using atomically, uh, basically using an atomically correct doll, which is like saying like, hey, show me on a doll where you... Got touched that in the ass, right here, right in the butt, bump, in the bump. ass, doctor. And so, uh, yeah, that's what she was like using the dolls and all that. Um, so it's like the, in like, the mouth too, the mouth, like right here. Like, yeah, like, damn. <laughs> These adults are fucking ruthless. Says, I guess, says out of four hundred children, the interviews determined that three hundred fifty nine of them have been abused. Um, exactly. Man, I wasn't abused when I was a child. No, I was abused by my parents. Like ass whoopings. Yeah, but that's normal. That's normal, yeah. I mean, you probably go to jail for that shit now. I mean, the world don't... That's kind of... Yeah. I, I remember I did want to call the cops on them because they were, like, getting too violent. <laughs> I was like, hey, that hurt. I I'm going to call the cops now. I shouldn't be bleeding from my nose. I'm calling the cops. But I know the the minute I say that, they would light my eyes Yeah. Up. I'm calling CPS. Oh. The- You're going to need CPR. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah, they don't play, man. Asian folks. Mm-hmm. They do not play. They see through every little loophole, little game you play. I was like, damn, I can't get away with nothing. <laughs> I'm always getting caught. It's like that in my household. Like you think you're smarter than everybody else. No, they, they will learn yeah, real your quick. Your parents actually know everything. It's like we've been here before. <laughs> yeah, they watch you grow up since a kid. They know like the shady shit you do. They know everything about you, mm-hmm. but they don't say it. But they know because they fucking made you. Mm-mm-mm. Kids think they can get away with shit, but. Little do they know that the parents really do know everything about them. Like, yeah, oh yeah, he they, just got done masturbating. I know what the fuck he was doing. But I'm not gonna bring it up to him. <laughs> yeah, just they just act. They just play dumb. Think, thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> and then the kids like, yeah, I got away with that, no, <laughs> but you didn't. They just yeah, they just didn't want to fucking deal with it. Not every fight needs to be fought, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> it was, uh, it's like the accusations collected by the Children's Institute resulted in a staggering 321 counts of fucking child abuse. And all this other wild shit. And they even wound up consulting Pazder, who was the guy who actually wrote the book. Pazder? What kind of name is that? He's the guy who did Michelle's Remember book. The guy who hypnotized his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Pazder. He wound up being brought into the situation, too. But from my understanding correctly, it's like this situation kind of got really even more fucked up. Because then they started finding out stories where, hey, man, that book you wrote back then, uh, that shit might not have been true what you wrote about you hypnotizing your wife. And they kind of just... Yeah, this kind of, well, he they, made it up. Yeah, that's what it's like coming out to be. Like, oh, but how, how did they know that? What? How did they know he made it up? His stories weren't matching up with what, like, they were asking questions and their shit wasn't matching up to what the fuck he had said in the past before when he was asking, like, hey, your wife got hypnotized and 
she's going through a past and da da da. His story kept changing too much and it was like it wasn't very consistent. So it's kinda like, all right, my man, you kinda looking kinda funky now. And it got to a point where he just stopped talking about it, like, I don't wanna talk about it. So it's like, all right, you getting pressed. Yeah, because maybe because they're saying so much shit anyway, like any words he say, they're not even gonna believe him. It could be. I mean, it could it's be. just like now, nowadays. But yes, uh, yes, so it just wound up becoming this ongoing thing. And I still feel like even now, like even now, twenty twenty one, we still live in an area where, oh no, just look at the history of how America is. America does have this weird fucking thing when it comes to fear. Like it's always afraid of something around the corner all the time, and no matter what. Even it was like, uh, I'll say like when you know slaves were released, and America thought slaves were going to get revenge and kill every fucking white person. Didn't happen. Uh, Japanese internment camps. Like as soon as World War Two kicked off, boom. People that was even Asian people weren't even Japanese getting tossed in these camps just out of fear. So it's just like this country just has a real bad history of like fucking. There's a boogeyman around every corner, and I feel like when you live a life where you fear that much, it's only a matter of time before you start turning it on yourself or the people that you would consider to be your circle. That and that's why I feel like this satanic shit was kind of like now you're throwing kids within your community to the wolves out of fear. Now like it's no longer just like. Minorities and shit You're afraid of now It's not like Now you're afraid of What's going on within there And it's kind of like When is that fear Gonna stop man So is everything okay now I think it's still going on it's not, I think it's not As fucking crazy anymore You got shit like The internet and stuff You got cell phones you know, It's kind of you, These people get you can, get you can check this shit now You can People are just not as wild Back then Pre-pre-internet pre days It's Fuck It was like your word Against theirs And it's hard as fuck Mm-mm. Hmm. But y'all be safe out there though. Don't Don't Don't, don't. Be safe. Don't have kids. Don't have kids. Dad, do that. Just be single forever. If I ever have a kid, I'll have him like on another planet like Mars. I think so he's going to get him chipped. I remember you told me a long time ago you get him chipped. Yeah, if he lives out here. Oh, on this planet. Well, Mars, no chip? I'm a chip. I put like 10 chips in him. <laughs> it's like, oh, he pulled out another one? He don't know about that other chip. Got nine more to go. <laughs> I mean, that's for his own protection. And then it's for me because I'm lazy. I don't want to like look for a kid for 24 hours when I could just get a chip. Get a GPS. Oh, his his actually just down the street. I guess it's my. I, I, you know what? Let I me find, just get my bike. I'll go ride the bike and go catch that kid. I find that more respectable than putting a leash in your child. I'll say that. I hate when I see kids on a leash. I'm like, God damn! Like that's the cheap route. Just oh, put the chip in his brain. Keep him moving. They do it to fucking cats and dogs. Yeah, I then the chip kid the kid can get the chip removed when he's 18. Like no big deal. I just want to. Keep him like you know where I know where he's his at or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like what the kid he got to do? What he got to go to the mall or something? The like, kid he doesn't need freedom like that. Like <laughs> I'm I'm watching him. <laughs> the library. So like know. the chip thing for me is not a big deal. It's just like a chip in your dog. Okay, if your dog don't have the chip, your dog disappear. Oh, mm-hmm. you're gonna be crying because you can't find your dog. That's true. And you wish you had a chip. Let's say your kid seven years old, fucking run around, got missing. Can't you can't chip. find him. But if you had a chip, hey, there Hell yeah, is. man. Especially out here, man. And this is probably like this in every state because Georgia ain't nothing special, really. It's like, I follow like 11 Alive news on social media. I shit you not, every week is like, I'm hearing like three kids going missing. Some get found, some ain't never found. I'm like, fuck, like, maybe if you had that chip, you would at least know something. Even if they, because I think the, when your kid goes missing, the one thing like is worse than finding out that they're probably, you know, you know deceased or whatever. I think worse than that would be like you don't know what happened. Yeah, that's worse. That's fucking way worse. Like that is so much more worse. Like you don't know. I want like the really advanced chip where it, it shows like the health. Mm. 
<laughs> oh my god! Like the health bar, like the heart. Like so it's going deep, down. Deep. Oh, he's at sixty percent. We, we, we really gotta got, hurry. We gotta pick this up, guys. <laughs> gotta hurry, hurry. Oxygen levels low. Where is he? <laughs> what is he in a box? Let's <laughs> show the stats of like his breathing and shit. Like, yeah. oh, damn, he's, he's having trouble Yo. breathing. Oh god! Gotta hurry. Deep, deep. Oh, his heartbeat. Oh god! His heartbeat is going down. It's beating so slowly. Yeah, this world's so crazy, man. I'm scared to have kids. I'll have a robot kid for you. <laughs> a robot kid? Yeah. I'm going to get too attached, man. Tom Fox says there's an episode of Black Mirror like that where the parents can see through the kids' eyes. I remember that episode. This one? Where was that? It was like it was a, two it was seasons? episode where they put whatever device in the kid and the parents can actually see through the eyeballs of the of the children. And then, like, there's, like, shit, like, parents don't want their kids to see. Like, you know, that's why you watch TV. You see, like, shit, shit that's censored. Yeah. So they would automatically censor, like, something that's violent. Like, let's say somebody getting shot. If the kid look at it, he'll see, like, something that's blurry automatically. In real life? Like yeah, somebody in real life. Shit. So the kid wouldn't see, like, nothing like that. Or if there's, like, porn or whatever, or somebody having sex on the street, mm. it'll just be all blurred out. Oh. Yeah, Black Mirror's crazy. Damn, I missed that episode. What the fuck? It's pretty cool. After I saw that, I was like, dang. Is that second season? That sounds like a good episode. Is that yeah. ch- chip blurs out scary stuff? I'm going to have to find out. It might, it might be the episode I fell asleep on. I know yeah. there's a couple out of The way they explained it and how they did it in the episode, it did look scary. About controlling what you can censor and not censor. Especially through. like seeing through their fucking eyes. Imagine that. Seeing your kid get raped, dude. What if you see your kid jerking off? You don't want to see that. Exactly. Like, wait, wait, I wait. I say take the vision out and just have the regular chip with the GPS. What, what if you have like the kid... Like, what if you're the kid who has this chip in your brain and you want to masturbate but you your dick is pixelated out? Like... Okay, does it does it pixelate out your own shit or just everybody's? I mean, why is that kid masturbating in the first place? If he if he doesn't stress, get, if he doesn't stress. get like information of none of that, he wouldn't even know that. Stress of like being a, I don't know, fourteen year old. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I think if you don't know about it, you you won't do it. That's how the the brain is, unless you're Alistair Crowley. Yeah, there you go. Doing new shit every year. <laughs> that man is another. They didn't make a movie of that dude like or something. They need a. I'm, they have a lot of stuff on him. That guy is like a legend. Tom Fox says when the kids get older, they they turn the tablet off. Yeah, that's it's like the same. Like what I was saying, when they turn eighteen, pop the chip out. Mm. This thing in the in the Black Mirror, when mm. they 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 turn eighteen, they they turn the the feet off, so the parents can't see what the hell their daughter is doing, mm. or their son doing jackass videos. <laughs> hey. Are we good on this? We actually did really good. Two hours and just two topics. Yeah. It's pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Did you want to get into like little topics or you just want to? Um, You're all out of breath. It's up to you. I can do like a little a couple small topics and I'll probably save the rest for next week. Yeah, you could you could run one. Okay. Uh, take a leak and wrap this up. All right. All right. All right. I did come across a story today. Where the fuck it's at? Uh, give me a second. Uh, da, 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 da. Please, please let it not be a Donald Trump news. No, God, no. I'm not talking about his ass. Thank God. I mean, if you want to know about Donald Trump, watch the news. You can't miss it. All right. Uh, so this is a story I, I, I thought about you when I saw this shit. It says, man injects. That's not gay at all. Uh, but go ahead. <laughs> man injects magic mushroom tea into his fucking veins. Damn. Survives near death experience. <laughs> I saw it today. I was like, "What the fuck?" Is he a white guy? 
they experiment. Since this happens in New Delhi, and I think New Delhi's in India, so India be doing weird shit too. Hey man, <laughs> somebody's got to try it. Out. Somebody's got to test it. So he it. took like a, a tea extract with mushrooms. Yeah, so like the, he's like basically like the man boiled the mushrooms in water, filtered the liquid through a cotton swab, and then he injected it with a syringe like hypodermic needle. And inject that shit into his fucking bloodstream. Why? What is he trying to get the hit faster? Sure, that's what I'm thinking. So, so stupid. <laughs> so this happened in New Delhi. So the 30 year old man from oh, says he's from the United States. Okay, so Florida. He lives in New Delhi. I guess. Uh, yeah, that's not like some Florida man shit for real. So this 30 year old man from the United States with bipolar disorder survived a near death experience after injecting himself with self made magic mushroom tea, which contain psychedelic drug psilocybin. See, I hate seeing like news shit like that. Fucks it up, man. They're fucking up the movement right but I, now. But I think I don't think this is gonna fuck up the movement. This is like some extreme shit. that's like it could be he could have did that shit with weed. He would have fucking almost died like that. Yeah. You don't do that shit, man. I just don't like it when they mess with mushrooms like that. As, as per as per reports, the man injected himself with tea and hoping he would cure his bipolar disorder. However, and, and all he gotta do is fucking eat that shit normal. And that's was like, yo, you can want to get a hit, just just do it the regular way, man. But you probably got to do like DMT for the bipolar shit, because the DMT, like, yeah. if you uh, you gotta break that shit down, man. You can have like little scientists trying to fix your brain, like, oh, yeah. trying to weld shit back together, put the neurons back, and like, oh, oh, he he, he cured his bipolar disorder and shit. And it's just, uh, those type of drugs are, <clears throat> hey. it's still so it's so new. We're, we're just babies. Says, uh, however, it turned out to be a failed attempt. No shit. Uh, as psychedelic mushrooms are not meant to be injected. So, this is the crazy part. Since, since shrooms and mushrooms grow in the dark, right? And I never fucking crossed my mind. Not really. When, not uh, all of them. And for him, it's, it's fucking. What happened was like. As a result, because he put the he ejected shrooms inside of the, like, he put the shrooms inside of his bloodstream, right, and caused his body to go into organ failure. What had happened was the shroom mushroom started growing inside of his bloodstream. Whoa! In some wild ass shit. Um, it says, uh, yeah. Did it get caught like in his bloodline? Uh, yeah, and it's, that's we started like having like organ failure, like with his heart and shit, like because because like, now your your bloodstream is getting blocked the fuck out from because. It says, uh, so the mycelium probably like got a hold of his organs and then started growing on the his something. Damn, just, that's so cool, it's, man. It's, I was like, holy shit, this. I don't know. I, you would not think that it would be able to survive in that type of environment. It's like fungi is kind of like you know, uh, it's just difficult to grow anyways. It has to be like that that Super perfect sterile. Yeah, sterile. What did I say? Sterile. It says uh, as a result, the mushrooms grew in a man's bloodstream and caused his body to go to organ failure. Uh, is he alive or did he die? You say? I see you want surviving though. Says uh, at present he's being treated with long term use of antifungals and antibiotics to get rid of that fungus. Um, I say throw that whole human away. Okay, the one I'm looking at this now. <laughs> he did have bipolar disorder, so that's a uh, fuck. He might have some other yeah, shit too. You just don't know. Says uh, so okay. The more I keep looking at this, I think he might be white too. Says uh, the man's family brought him to, uh, brought him uh, uh, to the Nebraska emergency room. So he's from Nebraska. Man was suffering from bipolar disorder, da, 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 but yeah, that was a story I saw early days. I was like, De- definitely small news. This is definitely small news material, dude. He went in, and I uh, did have one other small news story, um, which I came across. This is another small news story. Unless you have one, or I don't have none. Okay, it says a woman terrified after finding one F written in snow. 
outside of a house. Right. One F. Yeah, one the number one and F, right? Now, like the apartment building. Mm, it's no. Catch me at one F. No, it's a like I I I, I kind of figured what this was as soon as I heard the story, um, and I watched her TikTok video. But so it's like this chick who lives in this house, and she wound up um, she wound up getting on TikTok. She goes, "Hey guys, like I just found this on top of my trash can." Um, written in snow because there's snow all over the place. She's like written in snow on top of my trash can. Somebody wrote the note, like you know, wrote one F on mm-hmm. it. And I guess like the uh, the chat within like TikTok was like, oh shit, you need to get the fuck out of there. That means one female. Hmm? All right. So a lot of people trying to figure out, like some people say it's like okay, it's a sign that people are scoping out your house. They plan to try and break in it. She lived by herself. Nobody else lived in the house. So somebody was clearly watching her in the house and put a sign to like. One female in this house. So was somebody watching her? They still don't know. The cops. Was, uh, the cops didn't do shit. She called. She tried to call the cops. The cops. I don't, were, I don't the, trust chat. <laughs> no, actually. All right. So this is something that I, I learned years ago when I used to work at a uh, like codes and, where people were getting fucked up. Yeah, they were not like in the military. It was just like I was back in Atlanta, um, and I used to deal with like a lot of homeless people. Uh, if you if you go down to any like. Inner city downtown area. If you look hard enough, you will see like symbols and signs that homeless people leave. Remember that shit I showed you? Uh, it was in, it was in Atlanta. It had uh, somebody spray painted like a fucking uh, equation that looks super yeah, complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some homeless shit. Fair enough. Because if you look closely enough, and I want learning this through like other homeless people, I want be friending and shit. Now working in downtown Atlanta, um, they they'll leave markings around certain areas to let you know like other homeless people know like. Hey, there's, there's even a chart on if you look it up on Google, like homeless people's like signs or whatever, an entire list of like uh, their subculture world of how they create like their own like secret language and how they communicate with each other. And so maybe some homeless dude was going past the house one night because sometimes they try to find like homes, especially during like the wintertime. Yeah, it's like, yeah. is it empty? I'm going to break in. Okay, shit. She's living by herself. One female probably lives here. I'm letting everybody else know don't break in this house because somebody does live in here because I thought it was empty. Mm. So uh, that's probably what the case was because you'll see like. Uh, one M, one male. It'd be like one male, one D, one dog. One my guy and a dog live in this house. Um, they got signs for like, uh, one male, one female. Uh, owns gun. If you like, if you get like a picture of a gun, yeah, like your pew pew. Like they they be scoping out joints like that. And so, a lot of people that was like on the TikTok was saying like, because somebody's gonna fucking kill you, da da da. Which may not be the case because if it's like, if somebody's gonna kill you, they're not gonna put like. Fucking right in snow, like playing. They just kick you. the door down. They gonna kick your shit in and they are gonna fuck you up. This is more like a warning to other homeless people. Like, hey, Joe, I'm gonna start leaving little symbols around Atlanta now. <laughs> fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> Draw like, a little owl with like the, a. Yeah, they, like I, like this crazy. Like if you guys like if you, like if you really like dudes like look up the subculture of homeless people, dude. It's like yo, why don't why, why is nobody doing a movie about this shit? <laughs> just like it, it's crazy. Their lifestyle is like that would be a very interesting. Movie. I would watch the fuck out of it, and it's like. They got their own subculture, languages. Sometimes they could be getting married to each other, be holding their own ceremonies, because they'll put up signs, too, in certain areas, saying, like, hey, this is, like, a wedding area for homeless people. This is where you guys, like, their own area of, like, you know, heavenly worship, I guess you want to say. But, nah, just keep an eye out for that shit. Be careful. Because sometimes they'll put signs up, like, hey, guy owns gun here. Do not go. Or... Fucking, they got signs all over the city. You this, just gotta... This dumpster is unlocked on Tuesdays only. <laughs> P.S. Food pickup at Bring 12. Food pickup. Yeah, so... Uh, but it, it was actually pretty good. I saw that in... Uh, not good, but... When I saw that on the news today, I was like, oh... Like, people really need to... Look up the homeless culture more. Because they got the... That's very interesting, man. It's... That world is, like, so different from ours, man. This is, it's a secret society, damn near. 
pretty much underground society. They have their own little language. Got sick of the living the grind because you meet some homeless people too. They're not homeless because their lives went to shit. They just don't want to be a part of the system. Like I, I want to be free and live my life because I've met homeless people like that who just they want to live this way. They like why well, like I was like because some of them like have this whole thing of like I truly believe some of the ones I've talked to is like I truly believe like. We weren't meant to be working like nine to ten all the time, That's paying true. taxes, doing this shit. Like we supposed to be living amongst ourselves as humans, and we got stuck in that survive. Yeah, and it's like I got tired of that shit. Yeah, P- people had a good paying jobs. I've met. Oh, man, I'm t- I'm quitting tomorrow. Fuck this. Shit. Just thank, walked thank away. Thank you, Chris. Just walked away from it all, man. Because you got to think about too, like lights go off next month. Some of the ones I've met that was like over in there, like Ponce on Library and all that, who got cool with. They just got sick of working at grind. It's like life became so stressful, and I just walked away from that shit, and so. Oh, I'm an idiot. The fucking mic was like backwards. The whole time? Oh, that's why it was sounding kind of... Mm, okay, mystery solved. At the very end. <laughs> At the very end. Check, check, check. Oh, my God. <laughs> it shouldn't be that bad because... No, I, no. You came out good, though. Yeah. So I was like, what? It sounds like flat today. Yeah, that's it for my small news. I'll save the rest for next week if you got time, though. Okay, cool. Next week, uh, you got any uh, ideas for topics? Uh, I'm sure I can find something For people in the chat Do you guys want anything For us to talk about next week? Yes Or if you got me on social media uh, I should start, I should start dropping my plug For social media and shit I guess uh, I have your like, plug on all our shows like Follow me Oh for real? Sweet Yeah, like, follow yeah me I want you to read the, the description I got all your information I think I did like a long time ago I'm a good producer man I love you man Thanks uh, Tom Fox says uh, Listen last week's audio Over my car speaker how how was it? Because I know like last week I fucked up the audio and I I didn't want to redo it. Oh yeah, he, he did sound tinny. Well, I, I yeah I did fuck something up to where it we sound like we're like in a tin can. Because the the podcast before that is it had a different setting. Oh then yeah, you uh, then, said uh, happened. Yeah. And then the new one, the one last week, I was like, oh fuck, I did it wrong. It's like just jump, fuck, we'll just jump it in. sound like tinny. I was like, fuck. I don't think anyone's going to complain about it. But then Tom Fox says it nearly, nearly killed, killed him. him. <laughs> My bad. I'll make sure this podcast doesn't sound like that. Okay. I'll double check and do a car speaker test. Run it. All right, guys. So that's it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Peace out. Adios. See you guys.